0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I know it's not gorillas. Guys. <laughs> but now I'm mad it's not. Honestly, <laughs> honestly now. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Dude, honestly, imagine Tagilla. With his mask, the gorilla mask rounding a corner with eight gorillas
2: in a flying V mighty ducks formation. You see you see fucking Tagilla around the corner, he takes off the mask and it's a gorilla he face. Is a a gor- like, oh, <laughs> now I'm really <laughs> mad that it's not
1: that. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co hosts, a guy with Sandstorm by Dardu stuck in my head.
2: By Stardew? By
1: Dardu. Sandstorm by Dardu. What the fuck is Dardu? Isn't that the guy's name? Darude? <clears throat> Darude. You know, my whole life I thought it was Dardu? Holy cow. This is one of those things. This is one of those things where you just like you read something some way when you're 14 and you just never question it again. I've always Wait, thought was... his name was Dardew. I had to look it up. You had the U and the D backwards. Yeah, I had to look it up to just see that you were not trolling me. DeRude. Dude,
2: you've just been You've just been diagnosed with dyslexia, I think. That was the official diagnosis. Or at
1: least I was when I was whenever this song came out when did this song come out
2: <laughs> I, I, I I think you said stardew Dardew? So yes yeah, from the Stardew Valley OST uh
1: hold on when do you think this song came out oh 1999. my
2: 1999 that is right how did you just know that
1: uh, you haven't main...
2: pulled up don't you <laughs> no dude I would have I would have said like I was gonna say 1997 I
1: was gonna say but... like 2008.
2: No, see, I was going to say 1997, but I'm pretty sure that's when Ocarina of Time, that was 98. I was going to say, I I would have guessed it was a couple years after like Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time, which was 96, 97, 98 in that realm. So I just said 99 because wow. So here's my reasoning. You, If it was 2001, I don't think you would have been as what right but as soon as you like 99 is mm, is another just cross the
1: threshold yeah yeah another millennium literally another
2: yeah another millennium another century another dude you know i was talking
1: to my wife about the other day how little when i and i say we isn't mostly just me but i hope other people also think this way i just have no concept of time at all right like if i see if we talk about things, how life was like 150 years ago, uh, to me that's like 500 years ago. You know what I mean? Like,
2: you don't realize like your grandfather's dad exactly. Which, you know,
1: like was- but so it's like I can't comprehend how fast technology has, uh, kind of exploded. And then on the flip side, I can't understand how long evolution took. Like, does that make sense? It's like, we stayed almost exactly the same for hundreds of thousands of years. And then, but then 150 years ago. So it's like, if you asked me when medieval times was, I would have said 2000 years ago, but like the 1400s were medieval times. I looked it up. It was like 400 to 1400. But then if you asked me when the steam engine was I would have, hundreds of years ago, hundreds of years ago, but it was like, I don't know. That my, okay. I just have no concept. Steam engine? Wasn't or it like no, not the steam engine. Late 19th century? I meant something else. I just have no concept of time whatsoever.
2: I mean, yeah, dude. And it's I also can't read. Dardu. It was earlier than that. It was the early 18th century, 1712. Let's see. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, like the, the, the concept of millions of years, hundreds of thousands yeah. of years, it's completely and utterly meaningless. Especially in we, the
1: context of today, how 10 years ago life could, you know, 20, what 20 years ago when the first Marf. it's just like,
2: you know what's ironic how do you about reconcile that? those things what we're talking about you brought it up in the context of evolution and the part of the reason why we don't really grasp the concept of of big numbers is because we didn't evolve the ability to yeah Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of meta right like we're talking about how long evolution took and we can't comprehend how long evolution took because of evolution, but but there you go. That's what happens when you got random mutation and natural mm-hmm. selection. And when you misread
1: Darude in 1999. Yeah, man, the Dardu. That's how we got fucking Dardu Valley. Dardu, <laughs>
2: Dardu Valley. I love that game. Oh well, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. I'm just been uh, just been chilling. I went to go get my haircut today and uh, I was, there's always a meme because I'm like always five or 10 minutes late to my haircuts. Nice. And I was like going to be like seven minutes late and I always, I always come up with some like super elaborate, like, sorry dude, I got attacked by like three dogs. <laughs> like, today it was, I had to save uh, like 14 kids from a burning building. Netflix. And I'm like, so I'll be there like seven minutes and 42 seconds late, you know, like. Yeah. And, he, and he, all of a sudden I get a call and he's like, you're not on the schedule today. And I'm like 30 minutes into the, my drive, you know, like it's because like he has multiple places. And one of the places is like a half hour. Dang. And he's and I was like, oh, fuck. So I like turned around. I probably would have streamed like 17 hours ago. <laughs> I, was, I was up so early today, too. Dang. But I like did nothing until noon. Um, But yeah, I've just been chilling. Just been playing some uh, uh,
1: some Baldur's Gate. Yeah, dude. So I saw you were still on it. And last week was like, you were like, I'm playing it and I'm having fun, but we'll see how she goes. And then mm-hmm. I see we are a week later. You're on it. Has it like, has the hook sank in or are you still just like, I'm having fun. And when something else I want to play comes along
2: um, somewhere in the middle, it's not in the middle. I'm on multiple extremes at the same time. Oh, didn't we just talk about this in the Patreon episode too? the whole both sides now didn't have a book yeah, recommendation. Yes. Was that yeah. the Patreon episode? Yes. It was Check out Patreon. by if the way, extra, the PP, yeah, the something. podcast Patreon, the Creamcast, yeah. the Hot Dog Finger well, Show. People have been loving it. We've been answering. All the episode had audio
1: this week, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, people, if you're paying, know now that you're paying for actual audio Whoa, too, and not dude, just, we uh, added that
1: no extra cost to the Patreon yeah. tiers.
2: I mean, honestly, we're we're losing money now, <laughs> but um, the the price of audio these days. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, <laughs> right. Cake most adhd bullshit we've ever um so i have like two two different thoughts on the subject one of them isn't really necessarily related to baldur's gate but more about what it kind of represents remember the whole thing when baldur's gate like first released and that one guy posted, yeah yeah like, super, don't let like, this
1: be an expectation for other
2: yeah and, like, here's what happened. I'm just going to, like, totally simplify it. The gaming world, as unanimously as the gaming world is ever, which is n- not very... Not... But yeah. It was basically like, oh, my God, Larian, they are gods. Jesus. The game is a perfect, unbelievable... Yeah. You know, there's nothing... It doesn't have any of the issues that all we hate all the other games for. You know, it was, it was just put up on a pedestal. Yeah. And in so many ways deservedly yeah while at the same time um before is before i get into like all of the good stuff yeah there i've experienced like a dozen bugs a day every day like Mm. constantly like game breaking bugs like interesting you know it's turn-based kind of combat because it's all like (laughs) DP, basically and it's like you go to click and like the personal run yeah, and then like you won't be able to do anything once you get there. And then like the next turn you'll go to like have them attack and they'll whoop, go back here and run. Yeah. And it's like just constantly having to like auto save and load and you know, like yeah, tons of weird bugs and whatever. And and I, it's fine. Like I'm not even mad yeah. about those issues, but, but what I am mad about is yeah. that if it was Diablo four. The, everybody would be like burn down blizzard headquarters (laughs) find the ceo and assassinate him like yeah because this is an atrocity these incompetent asshole idiot developers yeah they're all fucking burn them right like and so i so it like represents to me the hypocrisy that i know is happening where diablo now granted i know we're we're comparing like apples and oranges for sure like Diablo is infinitely more stable than Baldur's Gate. Um, so, this whole idea that like the game's broken and the performance is terrible and all this yeah. stuff, it's like, oh God, I just.
1: It is interesting to see how like those kind of goalposts move. And once again, this is definitely not at all to Larian's. It's not their fault, right? Like the, the inner, the well, way, it is,
2: but it's reasonable.
1: Well, no, yeah, it's their fault that there are bugs. I'm saying it's not their fault that it was hyped up. Like, the pedestal Baldur's Gate 3 was put on wasn't, like, due to, like, a $100 million marketing campaign, right? Like, the way the internet works is, like, it's so crazy. It's so, it's like lightning. It just strikes so fast. If It's such a house of cards where if just three of the right influencers in any space say, this is the best game ever made, it's just like a waterfall and then it just goes crazy and then things go wild and it's funny how like you know if they're an indie dev then you know xyz or is is forgiven it's like oh it, bugs don't bother us it's not bugs it's monetization but then if a triple a game puts out a game with no monetization but bugs bugs are all of a sudden a really bad thing and then also it kind of pseudo implies the, the other thing i hear Is that like the love for the Baldur's Gate, which once again, is probably warranted love, also kind of just turns into pseudo implying that like no other games are like this. And I bet that there are so many indie games with their game with indie game developers with their games on Steam, who it's like there's no monetization. It was a labor of love. They're fun, good games. But because, you know, Asmongold didn't play it or this person didn't play it, they never blew up. Like
2: Outer Wilds. Yeah, yeah. My favorite game of all time better than ocarina of time life-changing game and it's like eighteen dollars and nobody's heard of it
1: yeah and so like this once again I don't think and I don't want I don't don't point that finger at anybody I don't think the originally the people who are praising Baldur's Gate we're at all saying there are no other games that are good. But what happens is by the time it assimilates into like Twitch chats and just like all the way down, that's you hear. They're like, dude, this game is so good. Nobody makes games like this anymore. All these all this. And it's like, that's kind of also not true. So it's, it's fast. I haven't played Baldur's Gate. I, I, I would, I would love Baldur's Gate. I've watched the love of it. I watched a lot of it, but it's so interesting to see how these things move and how goalposts move and just like how internet culture Like accepts or rejects a thing. Diablo, oh, they did one bad thing. They're just rejected, or they just yeah, yeah.
2: so long that everybody was all like getting shitting on everything, and that was the. And they were all just waiting for like the underdog story. That's why everybody loved when No Man's Sky tanked, yeah, and then they loved when it came back, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just it's all about like narrative. It is, and not about like facts. Yeah. And it's all about like emotions and you need to take sides and blah, blah, blah. We talked about that ad nauseum. I For mean, sure. so I just wanted to point that out that like I've experienced a shit ton of bugs and yet I don't care. Yeah, like, it's um, the game itself is incredibly good. Yeah, like definitely nine out of ten at least. That's awesome. Um, maybe maybe nine point five. And what's so cool about it, I ask you this every time, and I always forget the answer. Did you play Skyrim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, in Skyrim, Skyrim had, like, so many amazing things, right? Yeah. There were a couple things that, like, at the time didn't really bother me or whatever, but when you actually, like, think about it, if I were to go back and play it now, I probably would notice. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things that, like felt like they could have been amazing but but not so one of the examples um at least for me and other people like there might be different metas there might be different strategies I don't know I've played the game a million times um if you ever played any like sneaky rogue characters or whatever if you ever want to do pickpocketing or you ever want to like pick a, a lock and like yeah. break into a house the one the moment you get caught it's almost like the game is ruined yeah, because you either need to, like, go to jail, which is just like a headache, or you have the whole town aggros you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like walkie talkies somehow. They all know. Yeah. And then there's just everything wants to kill you. Yeah. And then you go to the next town, and they're like, the thief, and they come after you. It's like, fuck, right? Like, yep. so you've got all of this, like, the facade of yep. freedom. To do all of these things, and yet you really can't without kind of it really fucking annoying. Yeah. Without it being really annoying. Um so with Baldur's Gate, that aspect of it. Oh, okay. So there's that, but then there's also you make decisions in Skyrim that affect the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either go with the storm cloaks or the yeah. fucking whatever the other ones are. I'm completely forgetting. Um, you like choose sides in the war and ultimately speaking, you can interchange both stories. The other people yeah. fucking come and we're going to win. Yeah. It just depends on if you're wearing like fur armor or yeah. metal armor. Um, yeah. but ultimately like pretty much everything is the same. Um, and you can join, you can like choose to join factions and, Which closes the door to other factions sometimes and will, like, close the door to quest lines potentially. And that's basically it, right? Yeah. So I've played two playthroughs so far. Well, actually, I played for, like, I don't know, 100 hours or something on, like, one playthrough. And what ended up happening was I, I went really far down the main quest line. In Baldur's Gate? Yeah, not. I didn't go wide. Yeah, okay. I just was like went down. And what ended up happening was, first of all, I was like learning the mechanics. Yeah. I'm, I am not super, super well versed in the nitty gritty details of like D&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there's a lot of things that like I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, if I do a saving throw and this and that and what if I roll it, you know, and, and also like learning the, the, the rules of the game, quote unquote, sure. which is like, you know, so, there's a, there's a lot of like save scumming. I would do something 27 times until I did it right and would quick load a million times just to, you know, just yeah, because I like wanted to learn. Um, and it gets to the point where I think like level 12 is like max level in the game. Okay. Um, I think I got to like level six or seven with my party. And I was like in act two. There's three acts, I believe. And what ended up happening when I made that like jump to act two. It basically was like all of the quests that I had just dipped my toes into were like, that person, that's done. That person, they're dead. That person, maybe you'll find out. It like, So there were a lot of things that I'm like, oh, fuck, I probably should have tied up some of these. Loose yeah, ends. yeah. And I realized I like kind of screwed myself a little bit, um, you know, going down the main quest line and not doing the other stuff. I just sometimes I get overwhelmed when there's 97. open Oh, quests. for Sure. Well, I'm like, I'm going to what I want to do is like do the main quest, finish it. And then I'm going to like go down one branch, finish it, but not another branch, Yeah. Um. which you can't exactly do. I mean, you really kind of like do like three or four branches at once. And yeah. sometimes it's really satisfying when like you do them and then it's like you go here and all four of them are like done at the same guy or the yeah. same town or whatever. Um, but dude, so so after after that, I I started a second playthrough. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to, now that I know the mechanics, I'm going to play things differently. I'm going to try to go wide. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Be, a, be completionist. I'm going to check every fucking seller. Bro, it, my playthrough the second time through is so different. Yeah, like really like, meaningfully. I walked, I, walked, I walked by that brick wall and I failed a perception check and then nothing happened. This time around... Oh, it's a underground passageway that opens up a fucking whole side quest chain with a, a bunch of so NPCs. Sick. Half of my party... Actually, yeah. The party, you can have four people. Um, four characters. Uh, and two of them that I had on my original playthrough, I've killed. <laughs> Rather than they were like my friends, I... In this, you know, instance, uh. I killed them. Um, it, I I I can't I can't express enough, dude. How awesomely dynamic it is! That's cool. And also, there's so many ways to solve problems in Skyrim. There was too. It's like you can either fight the person or persuade yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like pick the lock. And if but like they really did a good job where there's a lot of ways to. I am was trying to remember the phrase like skin a cat. Yeah.
1: I think there's an onion. expression in there.
2: Yeah. Well, you, there's more well, there, you know. Yeah. There's you know what I mean? Lots of ways to skin an onion. Um, <laughs> coin it. Coin it. I think, it was, I think it's it. a chop an onion. There's, there's lots of ways to chop an onion. Yeah. Veritas 2023. <laughs> um, but dude, it's. I, I, it's so significant to me how how really interesting yeah the way that they've implemented everything is um it it really I, it's the the replayability is just going to be fucking insane.
1: That's what I've heard. It's just like tremendously replayable.
2: Yeah. Um. Because like
1: I I think a thing that's normal, kind of what you said about Skyrim. Normally, the replayability of the of the game is like. Entirely based on how you decide to play it differently. But if in Baldur's Gate, if you build a different starting character, like you said, you might walk past the wall and fail a perception check or pass it. And so there's at least like some element that almost feels out of your control. That Vard, do you hear something I don't hear?
2: You just froze on my screen. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like what the fuck you're like you might hear something or oh did my audio go as well everything went i was was like i was wondering if i had a stroke or not i think you're good is it good
1: now okay
2: yeah it's totally fine now i just got so concerned i was like (laughs) oh fuck, did my router go did i get hit by lightning yeah i having a stroke
1: anyways What I was saying was, like, it's just interesting. It's cool that some of the replayability, it it becomes more meaningfully replayable when some of that replayability is out of your control. In Skyrim, it's just, I did this before, I'm going to do something different, as opposed to, like, that wasn't open to me before. Now I want to explore it. And that is a kind of, like, an evolution in gaming replayability, as opposed to just, I went with the Stormcloaks, now I'm going to go with the Dark Brotherhood. It's like I legitimately couldn't do these things before or didn't know that was there or whatever. So that's dope.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um it you can go really deep with like the uh like the relationship. Yeah, I've heard. Side of things, every everything you can fuck everything.
1: Everything is what I heard. From like
2: bears to devils to angels to uh yeah, all the things. Um, I basically I've basically been spending all of my time trying to uh, to get with uh, this one particular character uh, Shadowheart and uh, I literally got like her like f- feeling towards me like all the way up to the max but uh, everything kind of like I almost just said everything kind of climax <laughs> but it didn't um <laughs> Basically, like, I I just don't want to spoil anything. I got to the point where, like, things were kind of popping off so that every time I go to talk with her, she'd be like, things are fucked up right now. Like, come back to me later. And Uh, I'm like, no, Like, I was so like the next time I would go back to the camp. She would have, like, woken me up and been like, let's do this. And then, like, I talked to this other dude, like, twice. And he's like, yo, let's fuck. Like, you know, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I literally I kissed a guy before. And I wasn't even, like, trying. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. And then, like, she was like, oh, so you want to be with him? I'm like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> like, no, I don't. I was just bored. Like, fuck. Oh, God. That's tremendous. Yeah, so anyway, the game is really fucking good. Um, and and uh, they they just had an update today. Oh, and there's mod support. Um, oh. So uh, I had two mods One of them was it lets you control the character with WASD because you actually don't normally. It's like clicking. Yeah. Yeah. And then the camera, it's like you're either like sort (sighs) of behind like third person over the shoulder or you're like looking down at like, a you know. Yeah. Whatever. 20 degree angle downwards. Uh, I'm sure the math on that is not right. Um, But it's like really kind of limiting like if you're sitting there yeah. and there's like a hill and like an enemy it's like i want to look like i want to put the camera down so that i can look up and you kind of like can't so there was a wasd mod and then there's a, a free cam mod that like just lets you go you know you can basically just go full upskirt mode plus like down you know perfectly vertical down um but the update broke both of those mods uh oh no I think they actually fixed the the, fixed the mods already. I, I haven't tried it out yet, but... Um, That's but Yeah, so I, I'm actually looking looking into... I've been wanting to mod for so long. I talked about it with, like, Oh, no yeah, God. yeah. Um, I, just I just don't... I just don't... I just don't even know what I don't know. Um, yep. There's just so much research I need to do, but I really want to... So my my second character is a bard, um, and he's fucking playing a loot, and... Uh, Basically, I just got this whole theme where I'm—I have I'm creating like a punk emo band. Yes. Uh,
1: In Baldur's Gate.
2: Yep. Hell yeah. 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 Um, and I—I I asked Chat GPT to name <laughs> to name my so my uh my band name. What the fuck was my band name? Chat. I gave Chat GPT oh Lunar Lament. Lunar Lament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And my character's name is Melodious melodious according to those chat gpt i told it i, I gave it my whole backstory and everything lunar um,
1: lament <laughs> love a great it
2: fucking name. that is a good that's a great
1: punk rock
2: like midwestern but, emo yeah, yeah 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 that, that that does like covers of the twilight soundtrack oh um, yeah <laughs> yeah uh any simps for bella in the audience no but uh but so the the I think the mod I would love to make would be related to... Because you can, like, play the loot, but you're, like, hitting a button. Like, which song do you play? Okay. And, and he actually plays it, and then, like, the soundtrack goes lower. So, like, you can be in battle, and as, like, a free action, you can just be like... Ba, bah, da, 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 da. Going, like <laughs> your guy's just sitting there, and then he gets, like, hit with an arrow and, like, puts it away. Um, but I would love to have some ability to, like... I don't I don't know that like you could either make it like a sequencer kind of thing or you can make it, uh, you know, like you just press buttons. Yeah. And it would play individual notes or whatever. But I have some ideas about That'd how be you do. There's like a drum. There's a lute. There's like a violin. There's all these different instruments. It'd be so sick. So know, I'm going to look into that.
1: I've been watching a lot of Dark and Darker and they added a bard and like you there's like six different songs you can play and like some debuff your enemy, some buff you, some buff your party, some do this. And it's just been really funny to see like Sequisha, he's in a fight and he's just like, oh, he's like voiping at the guy. He's like, come on, come on. He's like, bah, 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 and then he comes back and it's just
2: like, it's so uh, great because it's like
1: five or six different clicks and the music is so cheesy. It's hilarious.
2: So I think the uh, one of the updates they added today for Baldur's Gate involved, so you can do co-op and I think what they added oh. was, like, I don't know how it works exactly, but I think before y- you you were kind of, like, locked into a co-op. I think now you can enter a co-op game and, like, play for a little bit and then, like, leave. I don't know if that would mean, like, we could combine our campaigns. Oh, for interesting. For, like, a couple of days. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like maybe you create a random character. And you just come in, and then you leave, and then your character's gone. Yeah. I, I don't know how it works. I'm huh. sure somebody will tell us, but... Um, That's dope. But, dude, one of the things we were talking about for the Patreon yeah, was some kind of D&D. Dude, yeah. I don't know if we need to get, like, uh, you know, Tower? Uh-huh. Uh, he's huh He's done some DMing, although I think he wants to play and not DM. I yeah. know Batty Daddy has Daddy's- done a shit ton. Yeah. Bro, a pog, podcast. D&D would be incredible. Yeah, aren't they called, okay. like
1: like, one-shots or something, where, like, it's like a... It's
2: like It's like a campaign
1: like that's a supposed campaign. to be made, done in like one sitting, not like you know months or months or years. That's like we were. Yeah, you do it
2: like four or five hours or something. Yeah, you know, somebody was
1: talking to me about that, and I was like, that actually would be kind of sick.
2: Dude, that'd be incredible. And 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 you know what? Like something that we could do to prepare for that would be to play Baldur's Gate, like yeah. co-op, because. I don't know how much experience you know. Do you have like any experience with D and D whatsoever? Yeah. So I mean, you would learn like it, the game is literally D and D. Like you're clicking to roll dice. Yeah. Yeah. All, it has all of the same mechanics, um, with only really a few modifications to like make it. Yeah. Like uh, you know to to video gamify it. Um, but it's yeah, it's effectively fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, which is. Uh. So I mean, that would be a good primer. That yeah. Would, yeah. You know, Seriously, Dude, that would be sick. That would be Listen, that could be tell super me where fun. and when. All right, you tell me where and when. That's awesome. So yeah, that's Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Lunar. What's up, uh, what's up with Tarkov? Lament. Uh,
1: Tarkov. So we actually, so we got we got kind of quite a bit of news because last episode we recorded on Thursday, they had like kind of just started the um, Gamescom. And so like, you know, we saw like a little bit, we saw like a new trailer and the website had launched that stream that they did with like all the guys and the hideout. And so we had talked about that. But of course, right after we recorded the episode, on like Friday or something, they did like their big Gamescom day where they did the last thing. They did a big community event at Gamescom. They did a QA. Nikita was there and basically just answered questions from the crowd and from Twitch chat. They streamed it. Um and it was like this it was really cool. Um but we got quite a bit of stuff. One of the things we got... if you want, I, I sent you the link if you want to pull it up. But one of the things we got was like a six-minute... Um, yeah, I already watched it. Basically just gameplay reveal, which was nice because we've seen a lot of trailers. But this, it really wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything in there that was like, oh my God, this is going to be an arena. And I didn't know. It was just nice seeing like unbroken gameplay exactly it was like this is how it starts this is um you know how you know how quickly to see how quickly from them running into a great gate they run into enemies like kind of gives you an idea of how big some of the maps are it was cool to see the woods map because like i played woods in tarkov and then in contract wars when they did their thing or not contract wars hired ops was like the sequel to contract wars there was like this map this version of Woods was in Hired Ops and Contract Wars. And so to see this version of Woods again in the arena, it's just like this cool full full circle. And uh,
2: it's like seeing a remastered game like on a new platform. Yeah,
1: but it's like so weird because like Hired Ops and Contract Wars was almost like the remastered Woods. But then you're like the re-re... I don't know. It was interesting. And then so seeing just like some of the interesting things were like the rounds are quick like that first Woods one, like in the top right, you see like the timer is like a minute 30 seconds or two minutes. So that kind of gives you an idea. Um, There's uh, the spectator mode is really cool. Like it's nothing crazy like the Call of Duty helmet cam. It's just like you see through their eyes, but it kind of looks like a camera. It has a little camera overlay. You can switch between your teammates. Uh, That's super sick. I don't think we saw any of the like uh, kill cam stuff, but Everything seems pretty um, normal to Tarkov in the sense that, you know, you get shot in the leg, you're limping around. A lot of people, a lot of the footage they showed, as soon as the guys started, they were just popping a bunch of stims. I imagine that's going to be meta, right? Uh, if if the round only lasts two minutes and you just have a propitol on your thing, you're just going to pop it so that you never have to limp. You know what I mean? Pop it yeah, right at the I'm beginning. Sure.
2: I, one of the things i didn't pay attention to is it always the same the perspective from the same guy right um is like does he have the stims on the? oh never mind they they cut yeah between rounds so like i wonder one i wonder how much control you have over like your loadouts or your key binds yes. or whatever i wonder if like you get all that stuff again like in the next round that
1: is actually one of the questions i i don't know like i watched glorious did a video on it because he went and got to play it and i i don't know right now i think you pick your card or like your your preset dude and every round you have everything but that was one of the questions is it almost like valorant where you have this much money and you buy you know your loadout and then if you if you die in that round, you have to buy another loadout or buy more things. No, I, I don't know. Another thing too was like all the people that were there saying that they couldn't make custom loadouts. It was all just like what was there for them, the people that were playing it. But Nikita yeah, in the Q&A was talking about how you can unlock custom loadouts like way later. Like that's that's a... As you rank up an arena, you end up with the ability to create custom loadouts. So they're there, but you kind of, especially in the beginning, are stuck with these. All the loadouts cost money, and in some of the still frames that people have broken down, some of the loadouts um, cost like 40,000 rubles, and some of the loadouts cost like 250,000 rubles. But then, with the whole like Chronicles of Regi pack that you get if you have the Edge of Darkness edition... Mm-hmm. Like that pack has a buff where you make 10% more money if you're using that. And then pe- after that, people noticed that a bunch of the loadouts had some of the little things. So an example was like one of the loadouts was like a Ronin helmet, which are like awful, no armor and it was like an RSH12. and that kit cost like 250,000 rubles and it had this little symbol in the bottom right of it that nobody knows. So pe- so people are speculating that, In addition to just your gear, certain loadouts will have buffs like additional XP or extra money made. And those things might be valuable if you think that your skill is up to par. You might be willing to pay the extra for the loadout to get more XP that rate if you're trying to grind your rank or whatever. So there was lots of just like interesting stuff that people were trying to suss out and figure out that we don't have exactly down pat. The other big confusion, confuse, confusing point here is, and and uh, in Arrowing Marine's video, he made a really good point. He was like, we have to remember that this conference is largely people who speak German asking questions to somebody who speaks Russian, and they're both communicating in English. So he yep. was like, everybody, you know, give some grace here. But There was a lot of confusion, especially like between how Airwing Marine interpreted some of these answers and how Nice Guy interpreted some of these answers. People are trying to figure out one thing that Nikita said was in ranked mode. Remember, we were talking about the soft skills and the concern of the soft skills in ranked mode. It sounded like he was saying all skills are normalized, like no matter what your level is, if you're playing the ranked playlist everybody just has like level, whatever strength level, whatever endurance, what like, it's just boom.
2: Seems like a smart,
1: seems like a very smart decision, but then nice guy. And and he has listened to, and he actually did his own personal Q and a with Nikita. So I'm not, I'm not saying he misinterpreted. I'm saying, I don't know, but like nice guy was kind of under the impression that. In the unranked mode, you don't level your PMC. Like, the unranked mode is just like a free-for-all where there is no tie to Escape from Tarkov. And the ranked mode is, as you level that up, you level up your PMC. And then he was confused because that would mean you would have to level skills and ranked because that... And so he was saying that maybe Nikita meant that, like, your, the, the skills are normalized. Maybe Nick, A nice guy was saying maybe Nikita meant, like, that's what the MMR is. You're with people with your similar skill. But it's all up in the air and nobody knows what the hell is
2: going on still oh this! Oh, the skills are normalized versus the skill, the skill is, normalized. is normalized and but then there's so there's multiple ways to look at it there's yeah. the skills are normalized which is like you know let's just say they give everybody level 25 everything or yeah. whatever right and then you know then everybody's on the level playing field that's one way to look at it there's yeah. another way where it's just totally like whatever your character like normal tarkov where level one against level fucking 70 max skills whatever totally different yeah um then there's another one which is you have totally dynamic whatever actual real skills and levels of all the things are and they they have they must have some way of quantizing that all into a maybe averaging it all out or whatever So if someone has max endurance and level one everything else, and someone has max strength and level one everything else, they're equal. Yeah. And then Uh, maybe someone who has mid strength and mid endurance, but level one everything else would be the same. Yeah, That's a way of normalizing depending on how you interpret it.
1: It's very confusing. And so ultimately, I I, I wasn't expecting that we got all the answers. I think it's really hard. Like I said, you could also tell it was a very... You could, if you watch the Q and A, you can kind of tell Nikita was not like nervous, but that was a live thing. He was just standing there, and ten feet in front of him were three hundred people raising their hands yeah. and asking questions. So you could tell he was out of his element, speaking his not native language to other people who it wasn't their native language and chat. So like everybody kind of was giving the grace due, but but I, I, I'm of the opinion now it's just like we're just not gonna know until we get it, until it's here and we're playing it and we're like, oh, we level this and this. You know what I mean? But it was still interesting to hear them talk about it, and um, and yeah, just just see the kind of like the six minutes of gameplay was really cool. It looks like what we wanted it to be: short, smaller maps, fast pace, PvP. You die; it doesn't really matter. Especially if there's an unranked mode, you can just play.
2: You can just play and have fun, uh, and do your thing. What, what we, now, what we don't see, but I think a lot of people from the based on the comments and my initial assumptions. Um, what we don't see is the actual time between rounds. Yes, like that is correct. Like, it's easy to assume that we're like when the rounds over, they fade out, and then it's the another yeah, map, round, another yeah. person, another. So when I first watched it, I was like, "Wow, you get you get back in really quickly," and then I realized like that's edited. Yes. So now for all we know there's a five minute wait in between fucking rounds or it could be you go click, 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 and there's a 10 second countdown, you know, like I have no idea. But to me, that's going to be really important. That is very important now because that'll change how much time you're actually playing. I don't
1: think anyone asked that question. That's a great question. Now, the flip side is nobody that I've spoken to that played mentioned that as a detractor nobody was like man it took us forever like there were a few people in my chat that live in germany or live in that area that like went and like i had
2: people on that day being like dude i played it It was so sick i was like man i was so jealous and then i would be so surprised if anybody fucking like of course if anybody paid attention to that aspect of it true
1: and then glorious did a video who he's somebody i really respect his opinion about the subject because he's a just a guy that's with thousands of hours b i've don't know that I've ever disagreed with him on a take. He's just like a really level-headed Tarkov player. And see, he's just amazing at the game. Um, I watched his video and he was like in love with it. And so he was, well, I think nice. ev- everyone, including myself, would absolutely be in a honeymoon phase playing, right? Like we talked about this last time where like if I showed up and it was Apex Legends, I would still say I loved it because I was just there in Germany at Gamescom doing it. Yeah, yeah. Were they on LAN? I don't know. I would imagine so, right? Um but glorious like he came home and the next day he made a video and he was like, "Hey, I've been processing. I've been trying to think through." He was like, "I love it." He was like he said he said it's big 11.7 vibes. Like he was like it just felt good. It felt clean. Like he was he didn't answer any questions as far as like what was your st- the strength level of your character or anything, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. he was just saying it felt smooth. It felt clean. He said, "Obviously, servers felt great, but that was my question too. It was like, I think that was probably played on land, so I kind of just wrote that off. You know what I mean?" Um, but he just said that he loved it. He said he just had a blast playing it. So, um, I mean, honestly,
2: dude, when I saw it, I was like, "That looks fun as yeah, fun as fuck." Like, 100%. like I'll like after watching that, if Arena came out tomorrow, I would be I would be playing yeah, Arena. Yeah,
1: exactly, and and especially since like like I think ranked will be fun but I'm not normally that kind of guy in these kind of games just like stressing about like I lost 3 games and I lost some MMR or whatever like I'm I'm just like vibing and I I've been I've been it's so top of mind that when I'm playing Tarkov and I get into a firefight and I die and it was a fun firefight like even if I'm trying to quest but if it was like a cool fight and I die I just can't help but think now like imagine Dying. That's gonna be
2: that constant.
1: But means. being able to just get right back into that and not being mad that I lost a quest item,
2: like today, yeah. today's stream, and not being mad that you have to spend twenty minutes, yes, getting your shit. Today's lid, stream
1: yeah. was farming for Gluhar and farming for Killa to get those quests done,
2: and it's just like
1: every PVP fight was skewed through the lens of "get out of my way, I just want to go see if Gluhar's here." Yeah, yeah, and I hate that. You know what I mean? Like. It's that's fun in its own way, but but I just some days I think it'll be fun to just hop on unranked arena and just not care, you know, just turn off the brain and just have fun. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. like
2: what, what I mean, when you watch my old like anatomy of a firefight videos, though that gameplay was what like made me fall in love with the game, yeah, because. Tarkov has so many more aspects to it above and beyond shoot and reload. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, call of duty. You don't have the injury system. You don't, you yep. don't do your own healing. It's mostly, you just run away and then wait for like the red to fade away. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to really
1: um, manage your ammo like you do in Tarkov.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. And you're not punished as much for mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like, if you empty a magazine or you don't you know count your bullets or whatever then you never in call of duty was i ever like in a corner reloading like no 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 you know um for better or worse right but like tarkov is a lot more of like a chess game yeah than i agree a game of like can you hit the 90 mile an hour pitch you know that's coming at your head which is basically you know a lot of the 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 COD games yeah um so those those types of engagements, the whole, like, established threats, prioritize, control, yep. movement, shoot, kill, reload, heal, get the timings, listen, yep. right? Like, all of that, that whole problem-solving thing. Yep. Back in the day, that's how I was able to be as good as I was. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I was, like, incredible, but, like, yep. far more competitive than i was you yeah. know like late tarkov um because the game rewarded being smart yes rather than being quick yep and like uber precise and by that i mean yeah more more about modding your weapons and less about controlling your weapons yeah um you know like in like csgo is more about like controlling your weapons yep uh, in many ways, than, than than Tarkov is with some of the RNG, but that's a whole other story. Um, and what this, oh, uh, it's the there's the opportunity. Yes. Or we'll see <laughs> for for this to it's it's either going to be one of the two extremes. Yeah. Honestly, it's either going to be condensed cancer in a bottle that <laughs> is just the most unenjoyable. You get net coded. Now you get net coded. It's not once every thirty minutes. It's once every thirty seconds. Yep. And I'll I'll either be done in the first fucking ninety minutes yep. and be like permanently done with Darkov forever. Right? Like if if I'm just getting cucked with net code and the yep. sounds fucked and everything, it's like oh this is just the same dog shit. Yeah. Um. But it could also be, you know, the lightning in a bottle, which For is sure. every thirty seconds you get a chance to solve the combat puzzle. Yes. And if it feels good. Then, yeah. yeah, I mean, because yeah, you hit that's the nail
1: like... on the head with like when you use the word control. When I'm watching Tarkov and I'm really invested in it, or when I'm like playing and I'm having the best raids ever, it really is that. It's like controlling how a fight is going to go. Like when you watch Desmond, if, if he's narrating what he's doing, a, a lot of people watch him and they don't realize how much goes on. Like. He runs out of a building, throws a nade, runs back up because he knows the how long the fuse is. And he knows if he throws it through this window, then there can't be a guy here. So then he can take the right hand angle. And he's just like, he knows where the people are and he knows what he wants to do. And he can control two or three people. He, could, he can be pinched, but he never loses control because he knows yeah. this guy's going to do this. He knows if I throw a nade there, that guy's not going to push that. So then I can swing this corner. And it's crazy. It's just that that happens so few and far between because of all the other things in Tarkov that if they do catch that feeling and it's consistent and fun and hopefully smaller maps and less entities, very much so less loot, less uh, AI and less players.
2: Things aren't going to be spawning behind you. Exactly. timings are going to be known. You have, yeah.
1: Exactly. And potentially just so much better frames because it's smaller and everything. And then hopefully the audio can be better because the maps are so much smaller they could have spent the extra time on like placing these occlusion zones exactly right so hopefully i don't know um but we'll see i mean yeah so it was cool and seeing it was cool oh the one thing glorious was saying he was like i told them he was like they have to do this right now before you release the game but there was no comms you couldn't talk to your teammates there's no like team comms. He's like, no if you Voip. were, he was like, yeah, he was like, if you were in a discord, if you're you and your homies are in a discord call, it'll be fine. But he's like, if you're soloing, and you're trying to like, and you die, and you're trying to tell, hey, there's a guy around the, you know, what? you just can't. And it should just be VoIP. Yeah, glorious was like, brothers, you guys gotta add something. And they they like acknowledged it. They were like, oh, okay. Um,
2: that, that would be inc- Oh my god, this is this will never happen because the meta is going to be everybody's in Discord. Yeah, but can you imagine how much better. Bro, imagine the, the rounds are a little, a little bit longer. The the time to kill is a little bit slower. You know, maybe because yeah. you you have limited ammo options or whatever. Or, and then imagine VoIP to where, like, you're fucking creeping your boy. Like, you don't know where anything yeah. is. You're looking at them, and they're doing fucking hand signals or whatever. And then finally, like, they're around a corner. You're like, yo, where are you at? Because there's no map, And you hear, like, yo, I'm over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're like. You hear him over there, like then now you hear the enemies and yeah, just having that information, like that'd be sick. Oh man, it would be so fucking good, right? Yeah. like I would just love a three v three with VoIP where you hear people yelling back and forth. Yeah, yeah, you know, all, oh, dude, it'd be so fucking. It would awesome. be sick. Um, we'd have to do that with, if <laughs> they have like scrims, like private games. You know, like yeah. we get we get us and all the homies like yeah to just play like all day long and um. Oh, that'd be incredible.
1: That'd be dope. That'd be dope. So, uh, so yeah, so, I don't know. They said that most of the presets that they had access to had like much worse ammo. Uh, So that might increase time to kill a little bit, right? Like if everyone doesn't have 995 or BP, if you have, you know, T46, you still can hit that face shot and kill someone, but it potentially extends the firefights out a little bit longer. So, we'll see. Um so that was the arena stuff and then Nikita did the big Q&A and because of that like th- that that was most of the like arena focused things but because Nikita was just doing a big Q&A lots of questions get asked about everything and he answered quite a bit. Um he said that uh someone asked about streets and he said that there's two additional expansions for streets planned. We knew that one was coming in December. Uh and he said that the way a lot of people interpreted it was he said that, but they're delaying the expansion that was supposed to come in December. And he said that they're neither of the expansions are coming until 1.0. So basically streets as we have it right now is how it's going to be until 1.0. Now my theory and nice guys theory and a few people's theory. I know it's, I know I'm high on copium, but I do think that they're trying to like, They just keep talking about 1.0 so much more. Like I think late 2024 or early 2025, we'll have 1.0. Now, as we've talked about before, 1.0 doesn't mean everything they've ever said is in the game. I think they're at that like, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. We can get all this done by the end of next year. We need to ship this game. That's what I mean by that. But that's kind of where I think we're at. So as depressed as I am about that, because I love streets so much streets plays so horribly that I feel, I feel like it's a smart decision. He literally said we wanted, we just chose to delay the expansions because we really just want to optimize the map that we yeah, have. And that's just, something I've been
2: constantly hearing people saying, I, I want to play streets, but I can't even, dude, can't run it.
1: it's crazy because that's, all wipe last wipe people said that it's just like this is the this is the crown jewel. There is no map that comes even close as far as map design, fun, fun ability to play, the amount of AI and the different experiences you can have. It is the crown jewel of Tarkov. And so many people, even all of last wipe, like I still haven't played Streets because I just get such terrible frames. Then they increase the size of it and it performs, you know, at best the same, but most likely worse for a lot of people it's you've been basically unable to scav on streets the whole wipe you get these crazy errors where it just kicks you and you just get into a loop of like reconnect to raid then it kicks you reconnect to raid then it kicks you uh yeah. frames are bad stutters are bad it's like it, and it's weird stuff like frame timings are bad like i'll be i'll be like what's happening to my game it feels like aids and then i'll pull up my fps thing and it's like 110 frames and i'm like no no it's something's wrong it, it it's like weird, like screen tearing and all sorts of stuff, but only on streets. Like the map just is, it's rough, but it's so good and so fun. And fighting Caban is fun, and the new area is fun, but it's so rough. So as frustrated as I am because I want more streets, I'm kind of okay with that decision. You know what I mean? I want them to just optimize yeah. the map that they have. So. He did say that there's potentially a new location, a new map coming in December. Oh. Which would have to be Terminal, I would imagine, because uh, Terminal is the only map that we quote-unquote need for the game to go 1.0. Like, Terminal, as what's been stated in the past, Terminal is, like, part of the storyline quests. And, like, suburbs and town weren't. So... Terminal needs to be in the game for the storyline quests and no
2: other map has ever been mentioned that is being worked on. Yeah, they should just remove those other two, dude. Like, oh, yeah. it takes them, it takes them a long time to make maps. Yes. And they do, they and then they do a bunch of expansions and they iterate on them and do performance like, like years. Yes. So un, unless they're like 90% done. No. With all of the other maps. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like they should just cut it. They've I think they probably, they probably already decided that they just haven't announced. Well, it Well, no, just they've
1: in the year, a Q and a, they've said suburbs in town are moved to DLC. And then I think some the information okay. started floating around. I don't know what the, I don't know where it originally came from, but information started floating around that suburbs basically got assimilated into streets. Like what they wanted to do with suburbs. They were just going to make one of the streets expansions. So okay. it's not going to be, but I don't know where that information came from. So I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard. Um, anyways, there's a new location coming. And then here's the other thing. He also teased a shoreline expansion. And well, no, here's the thing. What he made it sound like was the, the terminal. Like, you know, at the edge uh, in the bottom right-hand corner where like those cargo, like you can see the cargo and there's the wall, the big wall where the landmines are.
2: Oh yeah, we're the yeah 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 yeah,
1: like that was kind of. So I had always thought that that was terminal, like you know how you can see lighthouse from shoreline, like you can see you yeah, can see the corner exactly. You can see reserve the dome from shoreline. I always thought that that was the terminal map, but he mentioned a shoreline expansion and he mentioned, um, which we'll talk about later. But the Russian military guarding some stuff. On shoreline so i don't think it's like a shoreline
2: exactly
1: so i don't i don't think it's shoreline can't physically expand um if you're if you're standing on shoreline the north is the resort right and on the other side of the resort is reserve the west is lighthouse the south is water and the east is like a river. There's like a river there, which I guess technically you could just cross the river. But there's nowhere and, else for shoreline to expand other than that southeast corner, which is like that area. Yeah, but yeah, I always like, thought that was terminal. And in the Q&A, he kind of made those things. Well, I guess he didn't say terminal, but he said a new location. And then he said a shoreline expansion. So I don't really know. But either way... What I want is to be able to go out on that area of shoreline. Whether you call it terminal or whether it's a shoreline expansion, I want to be able to go out there. So, but I would, that's exciting. I mean,
2: it's also possible that they just add like a whole area over there and never release terminal, but just call that lighthouse. Right? Like, yeah,
1: or call that terminal.
2: No, 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 like make lighthouse bigger have that be what like yeah 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 other than performance which i mean they've already um streets is already bigger than like what life's house plus terminal would be probably well Mm. i I don't know the scale of these things but like they'd be comparable right we're not talking about like 10x um if they if they solve performance on streets then then it would be fine yeah to have a shoreline and terminal together in one map that's it's more work to add another map than it would be to build on top of another yeah, map. Yeah. That's what I've been saying with
1: like open world and stuff like that. And like stitching maps together. If they still have two more expansions for streets and they ever get to a point where a map that big can run effectively in escape from Tarkov, then they can just combine maps, right? Like shoreline and lighthouse can just smash together because that's yeah. not as big as what streets would be after two more. you know, and so I agree with you there, but Nobody really knows. We thinking it's probably terminal. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like shoreline terminal and lighthouse could be one map, or shoreline lighthouse and reserve. But yeah, like
2: that map is. Did, did I say lighthouse earlier? Yeah. Oh, when I was talking about combining them. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I meant shoreline and terminal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like just add an expansion. Yeah, and don't and don't add a new. Like, get rid of this from the fucking. Yeah. Move the label shoreline over here.
1: Yeah, that map is also not right at all because reserve is one hundred percent just like right above shoreline. It's not
2: like up off to the left there. Yeah, like there's no there's no water visible. And factory is like inside, is of, in customs. inside <laughs> of customs.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this map is like weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, a- anyway, it's exciting nonetheless. Uh, the possibility of a new map, the possibility of expanding maps. I love the expansions. And then he also mentioned like uh, they want to c- they they want to continue to expand like maps even after release. I w- this also tells me that they're what they're trying to do is now separating it out and be like, okay, this is what we get to 1.0. This is all the things we dreamed of. We can do those things later because he sa- yeah. he mentioned that yeah, that some of the maps aren't as big basically is what he was saying as they wanted them. So they might release the game and then continue to expand maps after as like, I guess, faux DLC or just really continuing and completing. Um. So, Hmm. um, yeah. Oh, oh. And the other thing, these, I don't know why I put that there, but these things. Okay. So this was interesting. I don't have the quote exactly. I can go find it in the Q and a, but it was asked about open world again. And, it was kind of a not very confidence-instilling answer.
2: Like, There's no way. There's no way. Which is, I agree, but he... At this point, we were just talking about how we, I don't think we can fit in one or two other maps. Yeah. Now you're talking about connecting them all I know. Is, is 8 billion times more complex. So, like, so once again... And don't, again, I said that we never going to do vaulting. So, you know... Yeah, one, I mean, two, listen...
1: Um, watch the Q and a, if you're listening to this and you don't like the way I'm, I am definitely bastardizing this whole thing, but somebody asked about like safe zones and like map to map travel. And like, would there ever be places where like multiple PMCs can be maybe trading if there's any more in-game traders or whatever. And Nikita, and, and that ended up basically turning into a conversation about open world. And Nikita basically was like. I guess the way he answered was as was basically we're on the road to 1.0 and, and, and we, there's lots of cool ideas on open world and map to map travel.
2: And we're still not there yet. So he, so you're saying there's a chance, not that there's a chance Lots of cool ideas. We're never going to do that. But that's the thing. But that's the
1: thing. He really, I mean, he later, he said, he was like, we want to stitch all We like, we want to put all the maps together in this one big map and see how it goes. But, so I genuinely think that's still the plan. But what I think they're going to do is do this really weird thing where they launch the game in 1.0 and, like, map-to-map travel and or open world is going to be, like, a thing that comes later, which you would think something like map-to-map travel or 1.0 is so fundamental to the experience. And so... it Now, once again, I, I'm not saying... I kind of gave up on the open world dream a while ago, even though it is my dream. I did kind of give up on it. So I don't really care anymore. I just think that, okay, of course I care. I just moved from caring about open world to like, let's just make like three or four big maps. I don't know. It just, it wasn't very confident in confidence instilling because it seemed like they were, they're all about getting the game to 1.0. Like that is their nine one one. And this didn't feel like a 911 thing where they were like, yeah, we're gonna figure it out. And it's like, uh okay, like how are you gonna do that after the game releases? I don't know. I don't know. And it I don't know. Remember remember when they talked about like I took I was on reserve because I was doing these reserve quests and i took the train and i was like you remember when they added the train on reserve and they were like there's gonna be a train on every map and like this is gonna how you're gonna get around to the maps it was like the train you remember that
2: and i remember that yeah and
1: then so it just they've said so many things and it's so weird because they hadn't talked about open world in so long that in my head it was the perfect time for them to say like no we just we could we just dropped that we can't do it you know it had been so long and the fact that the the past like three times, he's been asked about it. He's been like, "Yeah, I mean, we still want to do it." It's just crazy to me, because who believes that that can happen? I dream about it still. I want it to happen so badly, but I just like two FPS. You know what I mean?
2: It's gonna be we're there's just, no we're way. Just getting like there's just such like mixed signals. It's, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. The, it's just mixed signals, I'm, and it's confusing. I'm getting. The same kind of vibes when I, you know, uh, look at like the No Man's Sky old interviews where they're like, Oh, <laughs> every question is about multiplayer, and he's like, You see him kind of like, Well, yeah, but you know, like, yeah, it's a shared universe, and it's like now interpreting what he said, he wasn't lying, but he never straight up said the thing that, yeah. you know, everybody, which is. You you're you're not playing directly with other people. Like you can't hit your buddy with a laser gun, right? Like that's yeah. what people want to know about. It's not that when I dig a hole that someone else can see the hole if they come there later. That's not what anybody meant by multiplayer, even though you could say that's multiplayer, it's a shared yes. universe. Yes. But I agree. Like, I agree. And I, I think feel like Nikita's just not saying what he needs to say, which is like, Oh yeah, we're well, no, we're definitely not doing it. We say it's a cool idea yeah. that we have a lot of great
1: ideas, but or just say like we have some ideas we want to explore, but we have to put that on the back burner. That might be something we revisit later. Like, even you can even keep it cracked
2: open. But what he would need to say but, is there's also a chance that we never do it. Yes. That's what you need, right? When he says, yeah. oh, we might, oh, we're, we're going to look at it later. Yeah. And everybody says, oh, okay. So they're going to, like, people don't hear anything other than, oh, okay, there's a chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance, right? Rather than setting realistic expectations where it's yeah. like it's a 50 50 chance we just don't do it at this point yeah i agree
1: i agree and that's what I, that's why it was so fascinating to me because they hadn't talked about open world for years the game obviously performs terribly they've also obviously been talking about 1.0 a lot more recently so i was like this is your moment where if somebody asked you about open world to just literally say that I'd be like we it's something we wanted to do five years ago when we started the game but like we just can't And so to like two or three times recently and in two or three different interviews be like, that's still the plan. We have cool ideas, but then also very much so not give off the vibe that you're anywhere close to having it figured out, but still giving off the vibe that 1.0 is right around the corner. That is just such a communication like conundrum to me. Like, why would you do that? What does it mean? Was it a translation error? Are you high? Like, I don't, it's, it's, I'm not coping for open world. I like, I don't think think that will ever happen. My fascination is just with the almost like allergy to clear communication <laughs> that they have. You know what I mean? Just um I want it. I'll go to my grave wanting open world Tarkov. At this point I think the best we're going to get is a few streets sized maps, but it's just interesting. I mean, we're going to be talking about this for the next 2 years or whatever until we get 1.0 and see see what what the plan is but uh and then the other like map related thing was he mentioned reducing some of the detail of the maps to increase performance and i think at this point nobody would really disagree with that like obviously their map design is S tier obviously whether it's the engine or the just the guys that optimize the game or a combination of a bunch of things they're obviously having a hard time getting their really awesome, really detailed maps running well on people's computers. And so if there's less food and garbage and, and things on the maps so that they can optimize them a bit, I, I don't think anybody at this point is against that, right? So I don't know. They're, but But I say that to say that optimizing what we currently have Seems to be sufficiently on their radar and that they're making steps to try to do that, I guess, is the like the positive you could pull out of that?
2: You could, you could uh, say the same thing. Like you could take that sound bite and have inserted it in 2018.
1: <laughs> over. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once again, my, when we do these big info dumps, my job is just to report what was said.
2: Well, that ain't your job. And
1: maybe try to put maybe try to put a little little positive spin. Maybe try to make a little bit of lemonade with these lemons, you know?
2: But um
1: but me as a gamer, as a Tarkov gamer at this point, my expectation is not anymore the bright eyed, bushy-tailed that 2018, 2019 Jesse was that like next patch is gonna be it. You know what I mean? It's like it's just we're, you know, we're here. This is what we have. Yep. Yeah. Um, lots of other Tarkov, uh, Q and a related things, but before we dive into those, I do want to thank the first sponsor of this episode. And that is factor. Um, factor is awesome because they are a ready to eat meal kit, which means that you get your food every week. Boom. You don't got to cook. There aren't ingredients. All you got to do is heat it up and bam, bam delicious food which is ready which is awesome especially because i factor is so great for like lunch i am streaming and i don't like i don't like i don't like being like hey i'm gonna go make food and i go like make myself a sandwich right even even when you're never aware of how long it takes you to do anything how long like five minutes is until it's like yep. 500 people are just staring at my BRB screen for five solid minutes. It's like, oh, my God, I hate it. So what I end up doing is just grabbing, like, a granola bar or not eating or eating something cold. So Factor is, like, perfect for that kind of stuff. It's chef prepared, ready to eat. You just nuke it, heat it up, boom. Delicious
2: food. Bro, I had the cinnamon raisin pancakes yesterday. Oh! So good. Delicious? With chicken sausage. Mmm... Oh, oh, bro! And the oh my god, the cinnamon butter, dude! Stop. It was just—it was so good. Stop. It was so good. I, I and I never—I was never into breakfast until like I guess my old age. I'm appreciating yeah. sure breakfast. Um, but uh, and then wife has got uh, she she picked out a few different things. I'm excited to uh to have the uh, the Italian herb chicken. It looks so good. Oh, that's what we're having. Uh, I think tomorrow. Dude, some yeah, of these should... things,
1: you get thirty four plus things to choose from every week. Some of these things, bruschetta, shrimp, risotto, green goddess chicken, grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Like, awesome, dude. Cheesy bacon, shredded chicken. Hello? So one of the greatest things about this whole deal is how like customizable it is. So if you're trying to lose weight or something like that, there's tons of dietitian approved calorie smart reels, which are around like 550 calories per serving. You can go protein plus if you're trying to, you know, a, a, just be really full of satisfied or just get a bunch of protein in there. Uh, options with 30 plus grams of protein. Uh, there's there's keto, keto quiche Lorraine, if you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> there's all sorts of like vegan and veggie options. So the flexibility has always been a thing for me uh, in what type of food you want, because anything like this, obviously, a lot of people with a lot of tastes, I'm not big into like fish or anything. You have to have a bunch of different options. So they have tons of options. They have options for tons of diets. They have options for you can do two meals a week, five meals a week. You can do every week. You can skip a week here and there. So it's delicious, customizable. Uh and uh, and then uh they also have a bunch of like a la carte stuff that you can do. Once again, kind of like ready to go. So they have a bunch of, like smoothies and stuff that were all the ones we tried were delicious. Uh, which is just like you could just add that on this week. I got a busy week. I want some extra things to get some extra just like calories on the go. Boom. So uh, it's awesome. You can go to uh, factor75.com slash podcast50 and use code podcast50 to get 50% off. Uh, That's code podcast50 at factor75.com slash podcast50 to get 50% off. Thank you so much factor for sponsoring this episode my brain just went crazy there that factor factor for psychopaths factor for psychopaths um hungry dude yeah no you know what i want i want one of those smoothies right now holy cow
2: that's what i did right before the podcast i pull out my phone i'm like hey i fed the cat because my wife this is the one day of the week that she works in the office like i fed the cat you're gonna make dinner make gonna have the podcast i didn't eat yet (laughs) please make me food like I'm sending the SOS to. Dude. You can jitter, jitter click the button. Wow. Holy shit.
1: Oh my God. Morse code,
2: but for <laughs> FPS players,
1: you should get, you know, like an on air, you know, like the little lights about the, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Anyone yeah. it just says like dinner question mark and put it up in here <laughs> and like, just press the button like, please.
2: Dinner please. Reminded me, dog. Oh my god, it's been so long that for for Christmas she got walkie-talkies. <laughs> no shot. And and I and I like we used it for like a week and then I forgot it existed. It's been just like collecting dust. Hey, I'm gonna need some uh wait.
1: Dude, walkie-talkies.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna need uh <laughs> some fucking spaghettios for these babe, whatever you get a chance. we're down. I need hot pockets, stat Give me one of those Psychopath, keto, (laughs) quiche Lorraine. You need to get like a like a dumb waiter
1: or whatever those things are.
2: What'd you call my wife?
1: Hot hot pockets. My wife. Okay. Um
2: I hate you. Dardu. Dude, fucking Dardu. <laughs> I'm just Such a good band. Underrated. Underrated. And then have you wait, had you ever played that one of my favorite like indie games? Uh Darud. Dardew Valley. Darood Valley. <laughs> now I need to make like I need to get like a chiptune like old retro uh
1: Yes. Synth.
2: Yeah. That's that's I mean, that's happening. Don't worry. Okay. Or before the end of this episode.
1: All right. Well, while you look that up. Um... <laughs> okay. So they uh, there were more questions, more uh, questions about arena and arena gear. Apparently there's going to be specific types of gear that only spawn in arena. And then if you loot it and win with it, you can send it to your Tarkov character.
2: Oh God! It's yeah. gonna be like Apache helicopter airstrikes. Yeah, like uh, like gold
1: guns and stuff. Uh, and then separately, there's just gonna be a few pieces of gear that will be exclusive to Arena for a while, and then they'll just end up coming to Tarkov.
2: Bro, speaking of coming, did you see? Uh, <laughs> did you see <laughs> somebody? I don't know who it was. I forget now, but somebody tweeted, "This is what people expect." skins in tarkov to look like if they ever added yes. skins, and it was like it was like a straight up like weeb um,
1: gun yeah. airsoft was gun like or whatever pink
2: ak and the first thing the first thing you have like there's like 60 airsoft dudes having like a group chat before and the guy like he's got his like pink ak that's just covered in like anime shit and he takes the magazine and it's like ah! when, when you when insert, you insert
1: it, yeah. it's like ah! And then, like when you oh, shoot, it's like ooh what? ooh 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 every time you yeah, shoot, Yeah,
3: dude. Oh, dude. oh fucking epic! Gold. I think
1: Axel's we did that actually epic. Everybody and most of the comments were like, honestly, put it in the game.
2: <laughs> I'd be down.
1: Um. Anyway, so custom gear that uh, will apparently only show up in arena at first, and then eventually into Tarkov, and then, uh. There was I think this was the time Nikita explained this a little bit and then literally Dmitri looked at him and Nikita said oops I wasn't supposed to tell you this. But apparently there's going to be like um he I don't know how much this translates but his literal verbatim words were like Magic the Gathering. And apparently I'm sorry? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got
2: my attention. I know.
1: Apparently there's going to be like a card system where you can find cards, and that card would will be like a loadout, and
2: and then that, that load sounds, that sounds nothing like Magic the Game. I, I <laughs> it just sounds like cards. Yeah, listen, I'm I didn't say it, sounds it. Like the loadout is just a preset that you can find. That is exactly what it is. Unless I'm summoning fucking vampires and and casting counterspell, don't invoke MTG. I just got so excited. Yeah, no. For nothing.
1: But, uh, but, yeah, apparently you'll be able to find them, like, in Arena, like, if you're looting in a map, which I don't know how much you would do. But then, apparently, you'll also be able to find these cards in Tarkov. And, like, if you extract with it, you can then send it to your Arena account And in your arena account, you could have like this loadout has like five uses. Like, I don't think it'll be a permanent thing. I think it'll be like you can use it for a few times or whatever. So I don't know. That was just an interesting thing that he talked about. I mean, I I don't necessarily hate it. I think it's kind of cool finding loadouts and stuff like that. But it all comes down to like custom loadouts. How, when can you get them? You know what I mean? Because if it's like, yeah. if a week into Arena, everyone's running custom loadouts, then it doesn't matter. But if custom loadouts are really a thing that are hard to achieve or really expensive to run, then something like that could be cool. But obviously, hmm. we don't know until we know. But so that was something. Um. Somebody asked about, like, are there going to be more in-raid traders or really any in-raid traders? Because Lighthouse Lightkeeper is definitely not a trader. He doesn't really do anything at this point. And... Yeah. He kind of like was, like, because they used to say that they wanted all the traders in game, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, there's like some stuff we want to do. You know, we would like to put like maybe a few." So he like mentioned like a few other NPCs that are going to be in the game, and potentially, potentially, some other traders. But I don't know.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Did you find this the sample? Maybe okay because i can't hear it i i saw some dudes in the chat and then i can't but no it's fine it's good
2: why can people hear that Chat, can you hear that oh shit they can hear it could they hear it <laughs> fuck <laughs> no god damn it I was like
1: I was, a bunch of people in the- threw in some lols and some dardos and I was like I'm talking about in traders. I'm like
2: I'm like yeah hi keep going keep talking while I'm like trying to fucking find like retro polyphonic synthesizer samples oh, and
1: oh, shit
2: Well I blew my load too early in chat You blew your
1: cover Um <laughs> So more in raid traders uh this was a super interesting one like that. A bunch of people got kind of not up in arms about, but people were like freaking out about, I think this is chalked up to a translation error. And, and I mean, and I mean that in like every level where like he was trying to talk about something with some nuance in a language he didn't, he doesn't speak naturally, but he was like, he, he, I I don't, I don't remember the context because I, well, I didn't watch the whole Q and a, I just watched some of the stuff. But he was like, "Tarkov isn't a survival game." He's like, "It's not supposed to be this like survival game. It's more about like combat and whatever." And what I think he was saying was like, "Tarkov was never supposed to be like DayZ, like an open world. You stay in it yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. survival game." But everybody was like, "Of course! What do you mean survive? The whole point is surviving and escaping and this and like you're you're crazy!" Like, but I think I think that was more he was saying it's not supposed to be like Scum or DayZ or Dead Side that it was supposed. It has
2: like survival elements, yeah, just you're- like
1: it has. It's not an RPG. Exactly. Exactly. Like, of course, it's a survival game in the sense of like the whole point of every raid is to survive, but it's not a survival game that the way that like um, DayZ is where you have to create a fire and I can get cold and I could die of cold. You know what I mean? And, and I'm building a shelter and it's always I'm in it all the time. I, th- I think that's what he more meant. Um, he confirmed that weapon skins are coming but he's like he's like i don't know when but he was like they've he was like i saw like a i forget what it's called but like a doc sheet like a design sheet where like people were mocking up what it would look like and how it would be implemented into the game he was like i saw that he was like i liked what i saw but 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 it's not like a 911 priority for us so i was like oh sick that could be cool we've wanted that for a yeah. long time there's a lot of different ways they can implement that really well that creates a lot of content and a lot of cool stuff. Um, and so they're working on it in some way, shape or form, which is cool. Um, he confirmed that custom, when the customized rigs come out, that you will be able to like interchange plates. Like you could have a class six plate and you're in the front and a class two plate in the back. Like you can literally put whatever you want, wherever you want, which will be really fast.
2: Flip that around and just call it the mullet loadout. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Business up front party in the back. The other thing that's going to be interesting, too, is you're not going to be able to kill somebody. You're not going to be able to see somebody and know what class armor they have. Like, you could see a TV rig, and in your head, you go, my M61 or my M80 should pen that. But they could have all class 6s in there. You could see as a Brawlo, maybe, with class 3s. So that'll be a really fascinating...
2: My God! Don't everybody's going to be rocking Zebralos with no plates in yeah. them, just to, like everybody's just or, like, "Oh
1: God, it's a Giga Chat!" Or the other way around, people are going to be rocking Pacas with Class Six. A, what's the difference between a Paca and a Slick if you can replace the plates? Nothing.
2: Doesn't the Paca cover your stomach?
1: Maybe it does. Maybe it's literally better than a Slick.
2: But uh, it's going to be. Picture, I picture the the Slick as like a fucking belly shirt. Yeah. You can like, like see your. Yes, like
1: Tagilla's rig, yeah, where you can see the little belly button.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, shit. We have, uh, I just got a message from um, a friend of mine named uh, Dardu. Dardu. Unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yo, I would imagine playing a game like Stardew Valley and this was the fucking OST. Stardew Valley. The actual song's faster, isn't it? I don't know. Yes. Anyway, Dardew Valley. Yeah, sorry. Just, you know, when when, when when Dardew calls, you got to answer. Uh oh. Jesse's frozen again, chat. No! I think I dar-dude him. We're just going to have... I'm just going to play this until he comes. Oh, he's back. <laughs> nope. Nope. Now he's frozen. Oh, my God. If you could fucking see. <laughs> Do you have my stream I did that up? on purpose. Yeah, I was like, if it catches up, I
1: want it to be this face.
2: Jesus Christ. That was like... I, I looked away. And then I looked back up and it was a new frame and it genuinely scared me. I should
1: have just ran away
2: just empty chair oh but you're see your local no. recording is probably does it have me freeze do I freeze no
1: you don't that's why I think it's my internet then because I'm not freezing what my upload I don't know why would that happen you know what I should have done should have put this in the chair.
2: What the fuck is that?
1: It's from the subathon. Oh, God. What did they have you do? Oh, they chatbot chat. I checked spent $500 on Amazon. So naturally. Yeah, wait, it's a is pillowcase. It, is it, it two sided? It's a body
2: pillowcase. Yes, and it is two sided. Yeah, well, let me see the other side of it real quick. It's like real quick. <laughs> yep. Okay, is that what anime is about? <laughs> yes, I think St- I
1: get it. Story time. Wait, no. I think I get it. <sighs> chat.
2: <clears throat> all, all I could think of is
1: I should have, I should have put that on the seat when it was frozen.
2: Oh, all I could think of is sh- is Shadow Heart.
1: <laughs> all I can, uh, all I can think about is Shadow Heart.
2: One day, the one day chat soon. She will be mine.
1: She will be mine.
2: Shadow Bay. Did you see my title? I'm I'm proud of it. Uh, it's Fifty Shades of Fae.
1: I did see that, but I didn't get it because I don't know who Fae is.
2: Jesus Christ!
1: <sighs> Uncultured swine. Um,
2: they're like they're like 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 forest creatures in like.
1: Oh, like the Fay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought. Yeah, I thought she, there was
2: she's like, a half, she's a half elf, so I don't okay, know. Like just, okay. Okay. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. I don't get. I don't get things.
2: Oh, uh, God,
1: damn it's... Nikita confirmed that there are going to be readable books in the game that unlock crafting recipes. Okay. Uh, oh
2: my God! Fucking scroll of of detect life. Yes. Scroll of fireball. Yes. He's making D and D. Yo, maybe My it
1: God. is. Maybe it is a RPG after all,
2: <laughs> bro. Speaking of Magic: The Gathering meets Tarkov, did I ever like show you when I made those magic cards? <laughs>
1: oh yeah,
2: those were so fucking. That's cool. I so I even sick. Know who
1: they are. Yeah, I remember you I stole them. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I'll find them um he was talking about the december patch which is going to have a big graphical overhaul and he literally specifically mentioned interchange lighting because dude i i know i've talked about this before but it's embarrassing it is like something is wrong with interchange i've known this for years but it's just embarrassing because like the mall on streets looks so damn good it looks so damn good and if you don't believe me that something's wrong on interchange just go there with MVGs. I literally went there with MVGs today, and it's just like, it's like there's like noise. It's like you turn the noise setting on. It's all pixely and weird. And it's not like that on any other map at nighttime. Not a single other map. Like, something on the map is so scuffed. It's nice not having the fog, but something on that map is scuffed. Uh, he mentioned, okay, so this is interesting because we just had this discussion. This is like, this is a classic you and me talk about a problem. We we see a problem and we talk about how we would solve it, and then BSG sees the same problem and this is how they would solve it. So like we were were talking, yes, we were talking about scav karma. Remember that whole entire conversation we had about like the party system and how many problems that solves and how that means that you scavs can shoot each other, but then there's still karma and there's still betrayal and there's still incentive to be together. But you, now you avoid all these weird things of like, he shot at me, but he missed and I shot him and I lost karma because I defended myself and how many problems we solved. They, They mentioned he was like. We might do scav wars sometimes where just sometimes you can shoot anything you want and not have a karma loss. But everything else would just stay the same all the other times. And I was like, cool.
2: <laughs> it's just... I guess that's a, that's a way of like, we created a problem yeah. So with a system. So what we're going to do rather than make the system better is the system's only just on just turn the system time.
1: off sometimes like i'm not even saying that it's a bad idea as long as it's exactly what i was going to say somebody said as long as it's obvious in the goddamn game
2: as long as it's obvious no, in- going to shoot you it's only going to be obvious <laughs> yeah. the 14th time you die in a row to a scav that you assumed was friendly and then when they shot you you assumed it was a player and then you realized it was just the bots during the war yeah yeah cuz you didn't read the message from fence that exactly. you got in- so if it's obvious in-game, I'm not
1: even saying that that's a bad idea. I think that would be fun for them to do. It was. It's just funny in contrast to we just laid out a system where, like, that could be on all the time and the system could be more intuitive to the players. And like, it's just like... I have been thinking about that conversation you and I had since then. And we, we were talking about it on stream. It just like it solves issues with the current system. It's more intuitive to new players than the current system. It means that you can bring combat back to scabs, but still incentivize working together. It's just like so many things. And so it's just on the heels of that. To hear basically that they're like, sometimes we turn off scav karma, and sometimes we turn it on. I was like, that's one way to do it. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, mm-hmm. dude they're so sick so sick
2: oh man the big I boss really, I, I really so badly want I tried to look into getting these like printed and yeah stuff yeah yeah run and uh, but yeah it's one of those things like I'd probably spend a, a shit ton of money Yeah, and then people would be like I totally do I would totally buy fucking 500 of those and then like I'd sell like 14 of them
1: yeah They're so sick, though. Yeah. He talked about four, up to four new factions being added to the game: the UN, the Russian Armed Forces. He mentioned something, guerrilla armed forces, and then he like,
2: "Oh, dude, too soon."
1: Teased Harambe. I know, dude. Yeah, too
2: soon. Damn. Is that even like that? Must be against the Geneva Convention, right? Having guerrillas fucking. At least, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's not Gorilla's guys. But now
1: I'm mad it's not. Honestly, <laughs> honestly now yeah. yeah Jesus Christ. Dude, honestly imagine Tagilla with his mask, the gorilla mask rounding a corner with eight gorillas in a flying
2: V Mighty Ducks formation. You see you see fucking Tagilla round the corner, he takes off the mask and it's a gorilla it face. gorilla
4: oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: Now I'm really mad that it's not that. Honestly,
2: Uh, now now I want a, I want like a post-apocalyptic Tarkov that takes place in a zoo, where like yo, like fucking uh, Jumanji. You're probably too young for Jumanji.
1: No Jumanji. Okay, Robin Williams. Also too soon. (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> and he teased the Black Division. Um, apparently, the Russian military is going to be the faction on shoreline, and they're going to be friendly to bears, like rogues are friendly to USECs. You better worry about gorillas. You better worry about gorillas. So now if you're a USEC on shoreline, you're going to get beamed from 400 miles away, like you get beamed from 400 miles away as a bear on lighthouse. Good thing Good thing that there are quests to kill you on shoreline. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you have arena, you will get arena specific quests in Tarkov. And somebody asked like, what happens if you don't have arena? And Nikita was like, I guess you just
2: have to buy arena. <laughs> Dude, that'll be like when I'm playing Hearthstone and I want to <laughs> unlock the card back. And they're like, cool. You want this card back? It's a level three in world of Warcraft. I'm like, Oh, Oh, is that a real thing? Well, I actually level two in World of Warcraft, which I did like five years ago. That's so that's just I I played WoW. I killed like four fucking rats or whatever to like get to level two, and then I uninstalled the game forever. And I got I still have the card back. Is
1: Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that's some cross pollination right there. Yep. Um wow that's just crazy um and then uh then they talked about uh they talked about wipes a little bit um they talked about how like once again the the whole like it's been so long since they've specifically talked about hey we want to do no wipe characters and seasonally wiping characters we've both talked about in the past how we think that would be a cool idea if they could swing it right if giant massive changes would have to happen to the game in order to have a character that doesn't wipe that would be fun to play longer than four months six months um, this time when Nikita was talking about wipes in general he was like, we, he was like wipes are really good for the game he was like he, it seemed like he really understood that so I think he was coming at it from not necessarily that they have it all figured out for no wipe characters but that he understands that they don't so he was like yeah. we are working on figuring out ways that wipes make sense and like have seasons and stuff like that. So I don't take that as confirmation that there are still a no wipe character and a wipe character. I just take that as they are getting closer to 1.0 and they're trying to figure out how the hell to keep the game engaging post 1.0. And he was talking about how he understands how valuable wipes can be to do that. If you can nail a stream of content each wipe, you know, things change, things are new. It doesn't have to be new maps, new things, but the game has to feel fresh. You can't just like press the wipe button and expect all your players to come back. So that was interesting. And then, uh, he still said that there is a location planned, which we don't know if it's a part of one of the maps that are already in the game or a new map altogether, uh, where you can only go there if you're like level 15 and below or level 20 and below. So I don't think you're going to be locked to only being able to go to that map. If you're level 15 or below, but it's a place like a starting area where yeah. you can go and know you're not going to run into people that are level 50, uh, which I think is a great idea. If you dial it right, like 15 kind of makes sense to me. Cause like, it's like once you get the flea, you're going to start running into people who can buy a bunch of stuff. Right. So if yeah, it's yeah, level yeah. 20, then you're going to find that. So 15 makes sense to me. If you're new to the game or something like that, or you're jumping in late wipe, I I don't think that hurts anybody having a place where it's like, if you want to, you can go to this map and just like not freaking get annihilated by everybody. Um, but yeah. um, So that was, uh, that was everything. That was everything in the Q and a, there was a few other small things, but before we dive into that, I want to take a second to thank the second sponsor for this episode. And that is better Help. We love BetterHelp. We have been working with them for a long time and uh I think both of us um prioritize and understand how much mental health is important to our lives and BetterHelp is like an online platform where you can find um somebody that you can talk to uh, about anything that you need to talk to whether it's a current thing going on in your life, anxiety, or whether you're just trying to prevent mental breakdowns or th- or bad things from happening if you just want somebody to talk to i think that's the thing when we talk about better help that we kind of go back to is even outside of any specific crisis just having somebody to communicate with just about freaking life dude is unbelievably valuable
2: yeah i mean like a lot of us you know a a lot of people you know dump things on their family and on their friends um and you know that can be obviously like insanely uh insanely beneficial to you Um, yeah there are times where you know that might not be the right thing for you (laughs) or for them uh you know depending on how serious it is there's also like a massive spectrum of things that are mental health related like you know people when they assume anything related to therapy they're you know a lot of people picture you're lying down on that the flat bed right
1: yeah it's
2: like like the old guy with the clipboard asking you you know like revealing questions about yourself which is just like not this is not what it is. And it's also not one thing, right? Like yep. between talking about <clears throat> family issues to talking about issues with your own personal internal struggles that you might be having, talking about work, career stuff, yep. you know, trying to get motivated or get rid of bad habits. Um, you know, they have couples counseling, they have counseling, yep. um, and all kinds of services for like kids, teens. Yep. Um, which is also like you know, huge. I mean, I I can't imagine being a teenager and growing up in this day and age, especially with the internet. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even.
1: Seriously. It's, it's, and I feel like the other thing too, the other, like the, the newer version of that stereotype, the like lying on the leather couch is like, I feel like the way it's portrayed a lot in like media and stuff is that the therapists are just trying to figure you out so that they can just like tell you things and like keep, keep the circle going Like, I've never felt that way. You know what I mean? That like, I don't know. I've had really good experiences and we have had experiences with BetterHelp where like, it's just, if you're somebody that's like, man, I just wish I had somebody to vent to, but then you're apprehensive of therapy. It's like, man, plug these things together because it really is that. Like in every single one of my experiences, that's just somebody that wants to give you the opportunity to speak your mind and like be real. Because like we've talked about before, there's like the things you think and the things you say and having an opportunity yep. to say the things you think to somebody, because even sometimes that's the best medicine to say something out loud and just immediately be like, I know, like I know. But but if you don't ever get it out, it's just, it can be a thought that just cycles and cycles. And so my experience, just having somebody that's literally just there to be like, you can say anything and let's just let's just work yeah. through it. You know what I mean?
2: That dude asking it- whenever we've had you know any real like progress or like you know good discussions or whatever me and my therapist it's always been when she's just asked me questions to try to understand what's going on yeah and asking the right questions and getting you to think about it and our they'll ask they'll she'll ask a question and she's not it's not like she knows the answer and yeah. is trying to like guide you, you yeah it really is like let's try to get to the bottom of this so i'll ask a question and then i'll be like and then i'll instantly see a perspective (laughs) that i never thought of where it's like well shit well now you know this or that yeah Uh, i mean it 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 really is one of potentially the most important things you could ever do in your entire life yeah uh you know is pay attention to your mental health so for sure uh so it's awesome it's all online it's once again
1: extremely convenient so a lot of the headache of this type of stuff gets taken out by kind of moving it online there's a lot better and easier communication with the therapist, uh, the ability to switch therapists and find somebody really quickly that you vibe with. Uh, it's really cool. So uh, when you want to be a, a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. You can visit betterhelp.com podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Just gracias. Muchos gracias um few final things they are uh uh okay okay this is the one the face shield bug okay you know how i wish should was here because you know the thing the meme which was that like if you repair a face shield it doesn't actually repair and you had to like go in the hideout and then come out and then then if you go into raid and facial it, it, it's repaired but the re- heard of it. the reality was it would always just repair it fate repairing face shields is now bugged where you can repair it and if you go into a raid it still has a crack in it. like i've this is it, I, it happened to me once and i thought maybe it was just like a like a bug but i literally the second time today i had another face shield it was a low enough durability that I could repair the face shield. The face shield's durability was like, like if the max durability, original durability was forty, the one I had was like thirty six out of thirty six. It was fully repaired, and it had a big crack in the middle of my face. So two times it's happened to me.
2: No, bro. Yeah, you know it. T- you know how much? Yeah, mental health. I dra- I flushed down the toilet because I, you know that I, I don't know if you remembered. I was the one that yeah. did the whole like fucking explaining it to everybody. And then should have made a video that was like, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. God fucking damn it. So now I need to test if
1: they like leaned into the meme. And like, if you go into the hideout first and then go out and then go
2: in, it fixes it. Imagine that that would assume that they can like if they have a goal that they accomplish it. Yeah. First try <laughs> perfectly, I'd be more likely that they would be some other outcome oh my god bro yeah yeah i I I there are no words so
1: now there really is a face shield bug um where you if you repair face shield I mean literally like nine wipes if you just repaired it as as long as you could repair it it would work and now you just can't repair face shields which is like It's not like a game-breaking bug, but it's just like annoying when you spend money to repair it and then go into the raid and then you're like, oh, well, I guess this is just a useless piece of garbage. So does it ever actually fix? So not to my knowledge. I have not yet this wipe repaired a face shield and had it work. Now, that's only been a few times, so I can't confidently say it's a 100% repeatable bug. But for me, in my experience with the wipe so far, it has been.
2: Ay 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 ay, ay, ay ay
1: Dios mio! Yeah, so that was a hilarious, a hilarious turn of events.
2: Oh, dude, it seems super super hilarious. Yeah, that, that they would do such a thing to troll the shit out of you.
1: Yes, basically. Um, and then earlier today they tweeted out, uh, basically a long list, uh, like some some updates coming soon that's gonna fix a lot of things uh so interesting things here are there was a bug temporarily i never ran into this uh which is crazy because I, I did a lot of questing especially early on but for a few days there was a bug where if you turned in a quest it would turn it in and you wouldn't get the rewards like or the xp it was which is like awful like you i guess you could progress through the quest chain but like that's brutal like a, a, like you just you rely on a lot of the money and guns and like stuff you get from quests early on a lot.
2: In um, the XP, <clears throat> yeah,
1: and the trader rep,
2: dude. Yeah, what the fuck? Like yeah. there are some there are some like the way that it's designed, there are like a lot of little Lego pieces, and then there's like a bunch of huge Lego pieces that if you happen to turn in that quest, yes, like like the one that gives you five sniper levels or whatever, it's like congratulations, you're fucked. Yep, yep. Seriously, so. To that end,
1: I was surprised to see like on this patch list, things like uh, unlocking of Jaeger and quest items as well as reputation gain for the players who were not rewarded as a result of network infrastructure issues. So they've been able to identify the accounts who turned in quests and didn't get anything and they're giving them. Like they've identified a few. So like Jaeger rep, unlocking Jaeger, like if you turned in the letter and didn't get Jaeger and unlocking like, like if you turn in this quest and it unlocks the ability to purchase this thing, they've been able to identify those accounts. And then the very next thing was the refund of the Epsilon container for the people who not received it as a reward for the quest, Punisher part six. So that to my knowledge, they've never done before. I've never seen that where they've actually been able to be like, Hey, a bunch of people turn in this quest and these are the accounts that didn't get it. And you're just going to get an Epsilon in the mail
2: if you didn't get it. Um, Yeah, but they've never, they've never had something that, that big that i can think of yeah maybe
1: not maybe it's because they've just they've always had the ability to do that but they've just hadn't had that bug before that's a good point but i was just glad to see that i didn't run into any of those issues but i was glad to see that they're like giving people some of the stuff that they missed i was like that's nice um they're fixing like like literally the entire wipe it's been 50/50. If you try to scav street's just like 50% of the time, you just you match for 5 minutes and then it just fades to black and says server connection
2: lost. So there. Are- that's a, that's a, that was how it was for me with Reserve.
1: Yeah, I remember that too. Um it's just weird cuz last wipe it wasn't like that for street's. Street's ran worse last wipe as far as like when you were on in the raid. Yeah, because people because it ran so bad that nobody scavved it, they all went Reserve. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Um <laughs> or Lighthouse uh various sixes for the sound and the environment, bro. There's like eight different places on streets you can just fall through the map. The, dude. I have seen, and it's not like it's not like you have to jump to this area and like clip through something. I've seen 10 clips of a dude like fighting. Do, 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 do. Oh, they get hit and they're like backing up, reloading, and they just go whoo! Just like looking up at streets.
2: And then do they just fall yeah, and then just die forever? And then they just die. What? they hit like a, a death wall or I,
1: it's like 10 feet below the map you just die like i think it's an anti-cheat thing maybe you're just like dead um there's also places you can fall through the floor into locked rooms like there's a there's a room called the security key room.
2: Oh no! People are fucking BLJing like Super Mario. Yeah. Like hey, God so almighty. like you could
1: fall in there and just like wait and see if somebody ever opens the door and then shoot them if they do. But a bunch of people have fallen in there and not had the key. If you have the key, you can unlock it from the inside. But it's like,
2: oh, you're trapped.
1: You're just trapped,
2: dude. Well, that's you gotta. I mean, you, well, you have to exceed 160 units uh, per frame to if you want a backwards long jump through the, oh, the wall,
1: dude. The BLJ.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Infinite Staircase on, uh, on Lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, infamous, infamous. Infamous. It's where all the raids die. All the
1: raids die. There's a place on streets by one of the extracts where you are totally fine. You can walk, you can stand, you can do everything. But any loot you throw on the ground falls to the floor. Just loot, not you. So like literally me and Desmond, Desmond's like, I think if you jump on this and I jump on you, I can get to the spot. And he ditched his backpack because he was heavy. And he was going to pick it up, and literally everything he had picked up from that raid just fell right through the floor. <laughs>
2: I was like, uh, "On the bright side, he'll get his backpack back from insurance." He will he has, pick it up.
1: He will get his backpack back from insurance. Um, oh, oh, by the way, that's.
2: Said I used Mips to get into dorms. Mark and, fucking God Almighty! Remember? Do you remember Mips, the bunny? He was the the bunny that you use in Super Mario to like oh, clip the
1: door. I've seen clips of that.
2: Yes. Oh, don't you have to like chase
1: him ten. down and and catch him?
2: You chase him. I mean, yeah, that's what you normally do. You chase him down and catch him. But you like go to the corner of the doorway, and what happens w- when you like drop an item and then go to like pick it up? It like moves you back, so it would, like move you through the through oh, the man. wall. Fucking a, that's a ten out of ten joke. That's a deep cut.
1: I wish we could use mips to get into dorms marked. Um. It's funny cuz we were talking about the scavs looting your stuff. It's crazy dude, like these scavs will drop every single thing they have on them to pick up your stuff. Like if you die and a scav comes You can see like poop out of them like poop. Yes. Um, like you'll wa- like I've I've walked up to my buddy and been like, "Dude, how did he loot you?" Like the guy like someone killed Val and I'm like chasing this guy down and I can't ever find him my turn. Oh, like, yo, how did he loot you? And then you see a scab with like a TV rig and like Vel's backpack and a huge gun on his back, but he still has the Taws, and you're like, what the hell? It's crazy. They'll loot everything. Um,
2: fix, some um, fixes for they, some, they loot it all instantly or is it like, pick up no items? one at a time. Yeah. Uh,
1: fixes for several causes of memory leaks.
2: Yo, they fixed the memory leak. They oh fixed shit! The memory leak.
1: Um,
2: a couple of oh, yeah, errors. So you know Baldur's Gate has a giant fucking memory leak. Does it really? Oh yeah, yeah. I have to more than Tarkov or any other game. I have to restart Baldur's Gate.
1: Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Sorting Table bugged. Incorrect playing of Outer Stock. The Arsas Barter's been bugged for two weeks, which is.
2: The, wait, the one for guitar? Oh wait, the not guitar picks or dog tags. Yeah, the one, the one that I proposed for like X dog tags, and Nikita was like, "Oh, great idea for three X the dog tags." And it was like, "Yeah." And,
1: it, and and even so, that's still like the way people get our sasses. But like, either the either the barter is bugged, or it legitimately resets with three. Like it's it it is just never not sold out. Like, it's like the
2: stock is just three. Well, I mean, even if the stock was 500, yeah, it's the same as the flea market thing. You have yeah. a million people all hitting refresh. For their, sure. t- their, their PC clocks are all yeah. three, five, ten seconds different. But that's what I'm saying. Like, speed, so, in yeah. previous
1: wipes, it wasn't this bad. Like, you'd catch it out of stock if you got there five, ten, fifteen minutes late. But it's been out of stock for two weeks. It's crazy. Um. Oh, and then uh, uh, the option to hide the trader list, which actually I like. So right now, when you click trader, it goes to the exact same screen. It always was the grid with like all eight of them. And then when you click on that, it goes you to the new UI where all eight of them are up top. And my muscle memory is so strong. I'm trying to get used to the new UI, but like I'll click therapist, but I'm mentally proper. So I'll hit escape and back out when I didn't need to. So they're going to, op- I had an option to hide that second, the grid menu, which I think will be great for my workflow. Personally, you just click traders and I just want to be right there and I can just click around up top. The ones, so that's cool. Uh, and then they said that it's, uh, and then like uh, Apple responded to like uh, someone's tweet and said like, we're trying to get this out like sooner than, like sooner than you think, like next few days. So I don't know. I don't know exactly when, but um, um, yeah, some good changes in there but that's the Tarkov things, Uh, a lot of arena news and gameplay, big Q&A from Nikita, oh, and then, and then, yeah, the big, the when for arena was still, like, somebody asked Nikita when, and he was, like, soon, like, soon, soon, and then Dimitri looked at him, and Nikita was, like, this year, (laughs) so I don't know if that was, like, Dimitri was just like, hey, set right expectations here. Don't say soon if it's not soon. Or if Nikita just genuinely doesn't understand what soon means. But we still don't know when is coming out. When the beat them. Oh God. The beat But, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you've been playing Baldur's Gate, so any Diablo news or anything?
2: um you said they well, previewed
1: thought, season two but like
2: yeah but, but not it's not gonna like, be
1: out for a while
2: it's like october or something oh uh, shoot and uh i think they just did it because of gamescom yeah they, they something right to show um yeah. new or exciting um they, they there's a like a 25 percent xp weekend this weekend and it's like it's probably because of starfield and um, oh probably yeah playing probably not gonna be playing that makes uh, sense but I mean, but I don't know. We'll see. I like w- this is something that that I I had like a fucking mental breakdown and in, in Discord the other day uh about my uh my latest Diablo video um because I just fucking hate the YouTube algorithm so much yeah like that's like honestly that deflated my interest more than anything yeah. And we've Uh, talked
1: about that before, where it's like, it's not like you're only interested in something for the money or for the whatever you can get out of it. But as a content creator, our favorite things to do are create content that people enjoy. And when we get that positive feedback, that feels good to us. And it's deflating and demotivating to create another awesome piece of content and just have it be completely suppressed for X, Y, or Z reason.
2: Yeah, dude. And it's like, it's so... I might be able to actually show a couple of screenshots because it's actually so fucking wild how inconsistent it all is for for for, for one and for two. The, the gaslighting when it comes to YouTube content from people who genuinely have no fucking idea oh, what they're yeah. talking about, it's like, well, bro, like, what do you expect? Like, this was your thumbnail or like yeah. this, you know, like your title, if you had changed like this to this, it would have been, and it's like, people just don't know what they don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, and everything is always like hindsight is, you know, 2020. 20. Of course. Like I have a couple of uh, a screenshots where I was actually talking to my, I have a, a buddy of mine, I contacted YouTube. Um. So for for context, my my rogue build guide video, it got like 60,000 views in a day. Um, it's at 300,000 views and literally with, when the first hour I was like, this video is blowing up. Yeah. Like you just the tell first hour. yeah, because you have like this like gray line. That's like the normal trend. And then it was like, my video was like this just above everything. Right. And I'm like, oh shit. So then I got really excited. I've released a couple other videos that were like, kind of like, here's the story of my progression, you know, in, in between. And they, you know, got like five, 6,000 views or whatever. It's kind of yeah. Meh. Um, and I'm like all right well I, now I'm going to release my um a second build guide video which was even better than the rogue one yeah. um and it like within the first 24 hours got like I don't know I don't I don't even know if it got like 2000 views yeah and it's like And I knew in the first 30 minutes, I'm like, the video's dead. It's DOA. Yeah. And I just, like, panicked, like, made a new thumbnail, changed the title a little bit, you know, because we talked about that, how sometimes that'll, like, reignite. For sure, for sure. And I've I've gone through four titles and four thumbnails, and the line is just... And I, I don't think this is necessarily the case, although there is some evidence of, like, something maybe... There is a possibility that, like, YouTube suppresses this video for some whatever reason. I, again, I, I don't think this is necessarily the case. Yeah. But like, the more okay, so I architected single-handedly the entire mobile and web analytics architecture, software architecture, for. One of the biggest robotics companies in the world. I know analytics. I know how the yeah. data is collected. I know the fucking pitfalls. I know so much of it is confirmation bias, post-hoc rationalization, and a lot of it is how you interpret the data. Yeah. It's really easy to like look at numbers and to come up with a conclusion and assume that's what happened. Yeah. Um. You can be wrong about that. So one of the things yeah. I initially noticed was the the video that blew up when you looked at the um the like percentage of subscribers versus not subscribers. Yeah. It was in the first twenty-four hours, ninety-five percent of the impressions were not subs,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is like kind of good because yes. my subs are all Tarkov viewers. And you want you show it, YouTube you show my showing Diablo video to Tarkov viewers they're going to watch 8 seconds of it go what the fuck is this they're going to click away and then YouTube is going to assume my video's dog shit. Yeah. Because people are watching it for 8 seconds. Yeah. Um so and then the video that died was 65% subscribers. Yeah. And it's like well, why I I got I've got screenshots of all these numbers. I got like 22 million impressions. Oh yeah. On the other one. Within the first couple of days on the one that blew up. And it was like 17,000. So like YouTube put it in, recommended it as a recommended video, either in their home feed or the like the next video on top to tens of millions of people. And then this one, it didn't. And of course, I've got like a dozen different people telling me, well, bro, what do you expect? Like, no one knows what a Hoda barb is. So why would you put that in the title? It's like, the if you don't who the- know what a Hoda barb is, I don't want you to watch the video. Yeah. Like, this isn't for, like, it's a build guide for a Hoda barb. People are searching for Hoda barb build guide, yeah. you know? like, But of course, you know, I'm trying to trying to change all these things. And people are like, oh, well, you know, uh Look at all these other videos um, or or they'll say, oh, well, maybe if your thumbnail was, you know, a little bit clearer or blah, 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 you know, like this and that. And then here, let me actually I'm I'm literally going to pull up some of these images. Because
1: it's just like, man, people, they see a few tweet threads breaking down a Mr. Beast thumbnail and
2: title and think they know (laughs) like YouTube It's wild. Okay so and there were the other day when when all this went down there were like two hoda barb and hoda stands for hammer of the ancients hoda barb build guides that had come out recently okay and all of the other ones were two months old okay whether sure. they had a, a 200,000 views or 20 views they were like two months ago um and a large part of that was because a lot of people thought hoda barb was dead so they weren't building it yeah. which you could argue is why people weren't like searching for it but You know, like maybe I'll get into that afterwards. But if you searched for Hoda Bar build guide, my video for 75% of the people I asked, I was like, go to incognito mode and search for Hoda Bar build guide. My video was the hundredth in the list. Damn. Which is
1: wild in the, like, what because the it's it was a new video made by a creator who had a previous, like, I would have thought the YouTube algorithm would have said, you have a previous build guide for Diablo that went crazy, that had a lot of retention and people watched. That's, well, that is surprising, honestly.
2: Yeah, and... And then people are like, oh, well, you know, uh, if the subscribers, you know, all these subscribers are watching it. So it totally could have been, uh, you know, like watch time. Like, I bet you it was the watch time. I had a larger percentage viewed and a longer watch time on the Hodobard video. Yeah, yeah. It was like they watched like 32 percent of the video on average rather than 22 percent. So it's like people are watching the video for longer, which is that's another thing that people will say. Thumbnails are the most important. Yeah, titles are the most important. Watch, Watch times the most. Everybody's the fucking expert, right? Yep. A- and then it's like it just it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yep. I- I'm I'm like opening up 27 tabs with a bunch of pictures because I want to show you guys some of the the analytics and like what I'm looking at because it's like it's so fucking crazy to me. Um, yeah, and it's so disheartening because. If you want to be if you want to be good at something, you want to master something, you want success at something. There can't be it can't be a black box. It can't be seemingly random. It has to be masterable. It has yeah. to be right? like so when I do a bunch of stuff and I, boom, I see success, bam, replicate that. And then all of a sudden it does worse than everything else. When I've done exactly the same thing, except, yeah. except better because it was my second one. Yeah. So I learned from it. Yeah, like um here. So, I want to pull up my my thumbnail. Hold, please. So, okay. So, first of all, people were saying uh, that my uh, my thumbnail wasn't wasn't like good or clear, or people like if I looked at that, I wouldn't know what I wouldn't know what it was about, or like what game it was. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, now this is like a low, low res version, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, out of all the thumbnails there, yeah. Do any of you do any of those stick out to you? Yeah, Uh, yeah. I don't know about you, but like this instantly pops to me in terms of readability, in terms of contrast, in terms of subject matter. The only other thing that I see like Diablo here, but like that looks like it looks like a goat. It looks like a goat man. (laughs) Right. Yeah. This right here has got so much fucking bullshit on the screen. Right. When you think about like visual design. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Th- th- these. It's not that mine's the greatest in the world. No, right? I understand what you're saying. And but in and, terms of like visual agree, design, it definitely cool.
1: stands out for sure.
2: Yeah. And then you look at, you know, uh, here some other examples. This is the thumbnail of a video that had like three hundred thousand views. <laughs> so, tell me thumbnails are like it's all about readability and whatever. It's like you would never, ever, 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 ever know what this was unless you very specifically like, played Diablo.
1: Insane.
2: So, and these are just all instances where they're counter examples to all of the yeah. things that people say as simple, hard, fast rules. Yeah. It's 900 fucking labels of damage that are. That are overlaid
1: on top of each other.
2: And then imagine what it looks like when you're viewing it on mobile and it's tiny. It's a yellow blob.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, so it's like if I had done if I had put out my video and and it had failed, then people would have unanimously said, bro, what do you expect? Your thumbnail was dog shit. Yep. Which is just they're rationalizing. It's post hoc rationalizing. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, They're like, I know what this what the conclusion is. Therefore, I'm going to say whatever makes sense and assume that I'm right because the conclusion yeah. is assumed from the beginning. The yeah. video failed. Here's here's another one that like, it's fine. Yeah, but don't don't tell me that mine is like not a good looking thumbnail yeah. when this video. This video. Yeah. I forget the exact numbers, but it had like thirty-eight thousand views, and this guy had like six hundred subscribers or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why when I have a hundred thousand subscribers, I have a better thumbnail, a, a better title? You you can't tell me that these are the things that are. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely
1: not. It's definitely not hard and fast like that, like people say it
2: is. Yeah. Um where are some other some other examples here Oh, okay so yeah so this was literally in the in the in the one or two days that the first video yeah 83 percent from youtube recommending yeah 2.4 million people had my video in like that they scroll by and either in the recommended feed or in the the recommended video right fit 20 percent you know 19 percent I got 913 views from Impressions, 200,000 views from Impressions. Yep. And like the videos, you know, and, and so one of the things that people were saying was, well, if here's the people aren't searching for it. So because they don't search for it yeah, and, and it's not going to, it's not going to get recommended. Yeah. I don't know, but it's like in the I first mean, obviously. hour, when I get 20,000 views in, in the first 45 minutes or whatever, you can't tell me that 20,000 people Googled it. You yeah. know, Googled, like... Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's... It,
2: yeah. It All we can do is basically be, like, it
1: seems based on... But, yeah. you Yeah.
2: But, yeah, so, like, literally, this right here was, like, what I was looking at in the first few hours. Yep. Um, and like you're like, this. oh. Instantly new. Instantly new, bang. And it was, like this i instantly knew it just flat yep and it's not like if if it was based on the content being bad i would expect it to go and then flatline yeah 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 yeah. like a a bunch of people would would watch it and then be like oh this is bad but when you read the comments all the comments are like all my other fucking content wow this is the best x of this genre please keep making more you've changed the way i've played the game everything's amazing thank you so much and then YouTube is just like, okay, you're not going to watch it. You yeah. Know? It's,
1: it really is like, I don't know. I mean, I go through the same thing. It's like impossible to interpret because people are like, watch time is the most important thing. But then like, that's not always true because- if your video gets, if a million people click on your video, your watch time would definitely be lower because like a million people clicked on it. So cert, you know, enough of them are going to click away early that it's going to bring the watch time down. Whereas if only 10 people watched your video, if they watch it for 10 minutes, then that's crazy good watch time. And it's the same thing with a click-through rate. Everyone's like, oh, well, click-through rate. If, if your thumbnail isn't good, i have a low click-through rate, click-through rate, click-through rate. But it's the same thing. You can have like a decent click-through rate your first day. But then if YouTube blows up your video your click-through rate plummets because it's showing it to so many more people that like you could have a video with 500,000 views and your click-through rate's like 1% because it showed it to so many people. So all of the things, all of the the statistics or the analytics or all the things people point to, yeah, like exactly like you said, there's a counterpoint to it. If it's like your thumbnail isn't readable, well, here's a bunch of unreadable thumbnails with 10 million views. It's the click through rate is low. Well, here's a video that did much worse with a much higher click through rate. It's like there's not there isn't like a just this stat always determines whatever. There is definitely some hand behind the curtain that just sometimes goes, "Ah uh, yes, my chosen one," and gives it the views and sometimes it doesn't. And it's it can be very frustrating.
2: Yeah, and and after all After everything, like looking through a million graphs and doing comparisons and running, like doing actual, like the kind of analysis that a fucking professional person who was like not a data scientist level, but like, you know, as close as you can get to that without your eyes getting wet, someone's going to get that reference. Um, I, I think I know, I think I know like ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, because it's really the only, only thing that makes sense, assuming we eliminate that YouTube's like suppressing the video, yeah. which I actually thought was kind of like, sort of a, not like a myth or a rumor, but like, Oh uh, yeah. Even, yeah. Like, but it, it has been kind of, I'll just say verified as something that happens. Yeah. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, now i would assume it's probably more like you know kkk nazi yeah yeah like that um but uh so if you had to guess if you just had to guess what do you think would be your best guess at if you had to choose one one thing to point to for why the video failed I,
1: I don't know. I haven't watched the video, so I don't know like the content of the intro or whatever. The thumbnail looked great. You changed the thumbnail and the title multiple times. I haven't had really a great success with that either. My my findings are normally like yours, where everything kind of just sits. I don't see huge bumps or declines. So I really don't know.
2: Why do you so, think it is? Ultimately, I think it was just timing. I think that... Mm. The, the the two or three week difference between the two videos yeah. is in, this is what people would say, the game died. But I think it's oh, like, yeah. inter- interest overall in the game waned. Yeah. The timing of the rogue build video, there was a million people all searching for rogue build guides. Yeah. So I think, and I just, I, I think there were probably less people searching for it so what ended what ends up happening is rather than a lot of people searching for the thing and then it being served in in front of their face and then them saying like, that is what I want right there. Yeah. Based on the thumbnail and the title, it looks good. I'm going to watch it, yeah. Um, which is what they did with the rogue video. I think the same thing would have happened with the barb video if there was as many people searching for it. But I genuinely think there were probably less people searching for it. So what it wasn't getting shown mostly to people searching for it. It was getting shown more often to like Tarkov subs. Yeah. In their home feed for me. So the impressions you're just talking about a hundred thousand potential impressions, right? For people that are yeah. not gonna click on it. Um like most of the impressions and like we we saw from the analytics. Yeah. 85 per, or, you know whatever the number was 60% something like that 58 I don't know whatever were were like n- subscribers yes rather than all of the other impressions being um non subs and if they're non subs ostensibly then it's either been recommended or searched for so i just yeah i just think like it yeah. it was a it was a slightly less popular build at a time close to the lowest of its popularity yeah. know and it's uh, one of
1: those things where it could be like like levels and like this happens which triggers this which triggers that because like the disparity between the two videos is so vast that it has to be like in my brain like more than one thing but it's like if the way the youtube algorithm picks up a video and then shows it on a recommended feed as opposed to a search speed exactly a search feed If it first looks for, if people are searching for this video, if people are searching for this topic, are they clicking this video? If yes, are they enjoying this video? If yes, is it a candidate for something we can pull out of search and put on recommended? If yes, then they try that. And then if it works, that can be truncated maybe even into 30 minutes for the YouTube algorithm but that could explain the disparity between like your first video hit when people were searching for rogue video so that it was showing in search and then people were clicking and then people were watching and then it pulled it because ultimately what makes a video get to 300,000 views is it gets pulled off of search, not off of, but it pulled from search and puts on recommended. That's how a video goes crazy.
2: So it's like- then it'll show show up in search results for for everything. For everything. You search Diablo 4 and boom, it's in the top five. So it's like-
1: yeah, like your video could be just as good or better, but like one thing, if people aren't searching for it or like whatever, causes that entire snowball to not happen, then that one thing is the difference between 2000 views and 300,000 views.
2: So yeah, that that does make sense. Yeah, and if so here's the other thing. In my rogue video, the just, Do you ever pay attention to click-through rates? Yeah. So do you have like an idea for what like a decent click through rate um, is?
1: Uh, I mean, like it depends, like, you know, something like my like a highlight video or something. Let me see of mine might have like an 11 to 14 percent click through rate. Like the, the big movie video that I did recently that has 363,000 views has a 3% click-through rate. Because once again, once it gets into that echelon and it starts showing it to millions of people as opposed to thousands of people, the percentage points go crazy. So it's hard to tell. I would so guess that like your rogue video probably has a 3 to 5%
2: click-through rate.
1: 23%. At 300,000 views?
2: That's crazy. That's
1: mind-blowing to me.
2: The guy I talked to at YouTube was like insane.
1: That's mind-blowing to me. I mean, that's just fucking insane. That, to me, like, I don't want to sound sensationalist, but that, to me, confirms what you said is true. That it's just the timing of that video. Like, that is not... I can show you eight of my videos. Look at... Any other video of yours with two or 300,000 views or higher? Any other video and tell me it's click through rate.
2: Let's take a look at one of my videos. I'm going to click. Okay. Um. Let's see where I uh, was like Tarkov going in the wrong direction. All right. Let's look at the analytics for that one. That one that has 600,000 views. Um, where's the click through rate? So uh, analytics Overview. and then reach. Reach around. Um uh, is it the you scroll down or is it one of the tabs?
1: Uh it'll just right at the top under reach, it'll be impressions, impressions click-through rate.
2: Uh 4.2%. Yeah. Yeah. So an impression is just like it's on someone's screen at one point, yeah. whether it's on the side exactly. the next to a video. It was or an in...
1: impression. How many people clicked on that impression?
2: Yeah, and it's 7.6 million impressions. Um yeah, my
1: video has 6.4 million impressions, 3.4% click-through rate. Your 7 million impressions for,
2: yeah. So th- let me, at, let me, pull, let me pull up. Cause I, uh, now I'm like at questioning that many other-
1: impressions on the rogue video to have a 25% click-through rate is
2: literally on her. Wait, 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 no, I'm, I'm smoking crack. I think where maybe I need to look in the first 24 hours. Okay. Sorry. Subtract 10 from that. <laughs> I don't know why. But still total? Like still of like all know, over, time. over over 10% in the in the first 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's out of 1.9 million impressions, yeah. right? Like that's even that's high, yeah. Um, but I mean, even still, now looking at my and then looking at the barb one, it's like half of that. It was like seven percent or something. So See, and here's the thing. People will say your click-through rate's half. So clearly, your title and your thumbnail are half as good. And it's like... No,
1: yeah, it's not well, that. No, it's not always that. It could be the that. perfect yeah.
2: thumbnail and the perfect title. But if people... I'm not interested in a barbarian build. Like, if I don't care what the thumbnail or the title was. If I saw, like, a necromancer build video, I don't care. I never worked at Hot Topic, and I am I don't like fucking vampire films. So I don't care about necromancer builds. Sorry, um, but like you know, yep, a rogue build you might be interested in. Honestly, it's like if you like baseball and you don't like hockey. I don't care what the video is. I'm not probably not going to watch the hockey video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, um, no, for sure. So, so the interpretation. Is like, oh, it's clear, dude. Your thumbnail's bad. Change yeah. it. No, it's not. What they not. don't realize is that that's my fifth thumbnail. Yeah. And my thumbnail. And, and then a number of people were like, I, I sent them this. I'm like, do you think this is better? They're like, that's way better. I'm like, this is what I had for the first 48 hours. Eat your fucking words. You don't know anything. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, yeah. It's, it's so that fucking is wild. Weird. Yeah. It, so now, honestly, like, now knowing that, I feel like I don't know that I want to invest any time in Diablo content.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah the yep
2: like i'm not doing it for money but there's a no, threshold for sure if, if one person watched my videos and was like this is the most amazing thing sorry that's not enough to sustain me wanting to spend or, 40 hours a week working on that or stuff even right? if
1: you made zero dollars from your rogue build go video it's still just like you want to succeed at what you're doing and when you yeah. feel like that success is out of your control it's demotivating
2: that's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, but but and now I'm in this weird fucking place where I I'm not sure what what I want to do for content. I'm genuinely yeah. like, oh, do I want to make Baldur's Gate? I don't know. If everybody's making Baldur's Gate content. I'm not yeah. gonna make Tarkov content. I don't. I just don't even know now. I don't even know, dude. I'm in like a really weird limbo. And the problem is, is that like the small the the three thousand people that watch the three or four thousand people that watch that video and are like love it they would be like dude we would love to see anything from you or yeah, they'll say yeah. would we would love to see a b or c from you and it's like yeah but like I I, I don't know there's there's only so For sure. long like there's only so long when you start up your your your, your business or your pizza shop there's only so long you want to keep making The one pizza for the one family that orders from you every day. For sure. Where you're like going to want some more customers to come in the door, you know, and eventually like you want the tables to be filled. Yep. Otherwise, like you didn't, you didn't start the pizza joint in Mm -hmm. just, just wanting to scrape by forever. Yep. And right now, that's like what?
1: (sighs) Yeah. I, yeah. I understand. That's brutal.
2: And I, and honestly, like I am, I'm very rapidly going more towards the I need I'm going to start making far more sensationalized and dramatic titles and thumbnails. Yeah, Like you just got to play the game because I need people to click on it. Yeah, I need like if if I don't get people to click on it, I'll be able to sleep at night and nobody will give a fuck about my content. Yeah. What am I, I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be of course. misleading clickbait. I'm not going to put the bikini chick in my video where it's a 14 minute video <laughs> essay about Mr. Beast's face. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's going to have to be like, is this the most broken thing you've ever seen with a build that's like really overpowered? It's not misleading. Yeah. But I I have to, we got to trick people into clicking. They got to yeah. say, I have to watch this. Yep. Otherwise, I don't make any money. And my channel is going to be stagnant forever. Yeah. And and I hate that, you know... And I might be, like, overthinking it. I I, I, I get this feeling that, like, I'm going to lose the respect of, like, 30% of my audience. It's like, selling out. And no. probably nobody's going to fucking care. Yeah. Because I go to everyone's videos that has a gajillion views. And they do the most blatant, shameless shit. And you look through the comments. And, like, nobody calls it out. And you're like, well, I guess nobody fucking cares.
1: Yeah. No, it's... it's dude, I mean, I... Bro, I feel this. Like, I have had these same thoughts. I have had these same moments where, like, I look at X video and it does well. X video, Y video, it does poorly. Like, I have done. And and the thing is, is I got nothing to show. I got nothing to say. I got, I, you know what I mean? It's, like, exactly like you said. I can't be like, this is it. You just have to look at this metric. And then it's always, it's, this is it, just forever. And and what you're doing is is hard because switching games is, like, a whole different thing of, like, learning the audience you know what I mean? At this point, I know how... And I got a taste of it with that video. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh. For sure. Then,
2: balloon's been fucking yeah. deflated.
1: Yeah. That's brutal, man. That's brutal.
2: Blame blame YouTube.
1: Yep. YouTube.
2: Blame YouTube and the audiences that, that they're rewarding, right? If if people weren't so easily manipulated by thumbnails <laughs> yeah. and titles, then the algorithm wouldn't reward it. Yep. I just wish, honestly, like, I, I hate to say it, but you know how, did you ever do any, like, Google AdWords stuff? Yeah, a little bit back in the day. How you could you could literally spend money and say, show it to 29 to 34-year-old men f- from the United States, whose primary language is English, who like ARPGs, who like Diablo, who like Rogue, show it to them. I'll pay YouTube five hundred dollars yeah. to not show it to my subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> don't show it to anybody who's ever typed in Tarkov into a search bar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
2: you're fucking me. Yeah. And I don't want to make another channel. I tried that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, well,
2: what do you expect, dude? You have you don't have any subscribers. How are people gonna?
1: It's always something, know. dude. It. I don't know. I feel the frustration and I empathize with it and it
2: just sucks because it's like, I don't know. And I, I just know. I know if you were to strap down, if you were to anybody who's ever been interested in like summoning salt or speed running or world record stuff or whatever. If you strap them down, tie them to the chair, put the belt and you just a clockwork orange and, them. <laughs> yeah. And you put on my fucking speed run videos. At the end, they would be like, this is the best content I've ever seen. I want more of it. Oh my god. But the video will not be put in front of them? Yeah. And if they see it, they might not click on it, but I promise you they would love it. And it's so frustrating when it's like I'm making I'm making a better product than 98% of the people out there. I don't think I'm being cocky. There's so much garbage on YouTube that blows up. Yep. Nobody can disagree with me. There's so much trash. Yep. It's You know how many videos are like it's like Elsa poops in her diaper, runs from Spider-Man. 500 million views! Right? Like, it's... So why, when I spend three months and make a 45-minute Netflix-quality documentary composing my own music, doing, like, investigative journalism, does it get 1,200 views?
1: A bunch of people from chat are gonna go YouTube that, right?
2: (laughs) Elsa poops in her diaper and runs from Spider-Man. I mean, I literally made that up, and I bet you it exists. Elsa poops in diaper... Also, Spider Man. Spider Man versus Spider Baby poo Spider Man changes Elsa's dirty diet. Frozen <laughs> Elsa, Spider Girl, Baby Doll poops. Uh, the first two. The first two search results. No, dude, no, 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 would, Why would would anybody click on a hodobar build guide when you can see Elsa's Elsa's bathtub, Spider-Man and Hulk, wants to pee?
1: Wow, this really...
2: Spider-Man and Frozen Elsa! poo colored balls! Funny superheroes in real life! Give me the money! Five million fucking views! sponsored by better help by <laughs> sponsored by better help i'm actually so looking forward to therapy thank christ this episode
1: On- is sponsored by better help well i am sorry and i like i get i i get it i do
2: well <laughs> looks like All I'm about thinking about is <laughs> I want to make a video where I just rant about this. Some and... smash his monitor, dude. Oh, my the velocity God. So I'm gonna Hulk smash Colored Poo Ball Elsa Frozen smash my monitor. Well, this episode went off the rails. This, you know, I'll what play Starfield. this
1: is what we're saying. See, we're guaranteeing that even though the Patreon exists, we will. We will let these episodes go off the rails. We'll still put out two and a half hour episodes where we we'll mauled about the here. yeah, the YouTube algorithm. Um well, that's the stuff Post this. Thank you. Um thank you for coming coming with us on this uh on this journey, on this emotional coming, We'll put out uh, so many times. Thank you for coming. We will put out, I promise. Oh, no, I just
2: typed it, I just typed in Starfield. I was changing the category and and the first thing that popped up I see Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Oh my god.
1: Uh well, thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging with us. If you got this far in the episode and enjoyed it, you're insane, but also you should maybe consider checking out our Patreon exclamation point. Well, this is wow. I just, I'm live too often. I was just going to say exclamation point podcast because that's the command in my chat. Patreon.com slash the pod, the podcast pod linked below since I can't speak. Um, but thank you guys for hanging. Thanks for sticking with us. Thank you for the support. We love doing this and we'll keep doing the cast the Spalding cast. Some of those pictures that ended up on Twitter were hilarious. Um, but thank you guys for hanging. And we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.